Yo, 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 this is Bernard, aka the Scarlet Spider. And this is Samir, the King of Black. And welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurs Podcast. Where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. Alright, um, we do have to give our condolences to two people from the world of cinema. So, we have to give a rest in peace to one Richard Roundtree, who we all know and love from the Shaft series. Um... Well, the Shaft film series, because there was never a TV show, unfortunately. So, one, uh, bro, both of them are named Richard. Oh, yeah, you're right. You just caught that. Yeah, so, my introduction to Richard Roundtree was because of a little TV show known as The Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah, the the wedding episode. No, not that, because Will was obsessed with Shaft, but yes, that was also a reason... Because he always I, mentioned Shaft, Shaft in Africa, yeah. which was actually a movie. Um, oh, wait, there was a Shaft TV series. Yeah, so they basically did like, uh, yeah. Uh, he was He's also in Roots. a complicated man, and nobody uh, understands him but his woman. He was also in Generations. He did a voice in the game, uh, Akuji the Heartless on PlayStation? I think I had this game, bro. Okay. Uh, I forgot he was on Heroes. He was Charles Devereaux. Oh. Uh, he was in the revival of Knight Rider, Private Packers, Being Mary Jane. Uh, he appeared in an episode of the Lethal Weapon series. He was on, right? He was on the Blade TV series. He was in the Plain Painkiller Jane movie. That was on the Sci-Fi Channel with uh, Christiana Loken. Oh my God! I'm damn. Right, he was on a few episodes of Alias. Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Oh yeah. Uh, he did an episode of The Wayne's Brothers, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, L.A. Law, Rock, Beverly Hills 90210. Oh he, yeah, I knew he was on an. Ep- I knew he was on a few episodes of uh, his TV Prince. credits are Legion. Yes. Um. So yeah, we definitely have to give a rest in peace to Mr. Richard Roundtree. Um, so, if you got a moment, go watch one of his classic movies. Just don't watch Steel. That's the only one I don't recommend. God, Steel so, Yeah, so watch Seven, Theodore Rex, Original Gangsters, any of the Shaft movies, Blood Fist 3. I mean, the list goes on and on. We also have to give a rest in peace to one Richard Mull, who we all pretty much know from Night Court. And, you know, looking at this guy's filmography, like, I always knew him as the big, tall bailiff from Night Court. But, once again, an individual who was in our lives, like, time and time again, Samir, put your phone on silent, please. Um, He was in several movies that I've seen. Bro, he was in Sidekicks with Chuck Norris. Who was he in Sidekicks? He played somebody named Horn. So, he might have been one of Joe Piscopo's goons. He was in the Flintstones movie with John Goodman and Rick Moranis. Uh, he was in Loaded Weapon 1. Never heard of it. Jingle that. All the Way. Uh, he was in the sequel to Casper. So Casper is Spirited Beginning. Casper meets Wendy. <laughs> the direct DVD terrible sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in Evolution. Oh. Yeah. Scary Movie 2. He was also the voice of Two-Face on Batman the Animated Series. 
Uh, he appeared on the Dukes of Hazard once again. Just someone who, you know, had a long prolific career. Uh, he actually passed away at the age of eighty. So, geez, these two passed away like a year apart from each other. Um, well, in, in age, not in time. No, I meant in age. I mean, it's been a few days as well. Um, but yeah, so Richard Roundtree actually passed away from pancreatic cancer, and Richard Mall, he. They did not give a cause of death for him, but he did pass away on the 26th and uh, Richard Roundtree passed away on the 24th. So two days apart and a year apart in age. So we definitely have to give a rest in peace to those two icons. Uh, I'm more than likely going to watch uh, Shaft 2000 with Sam Jackson, Kristen Bell, Richard Roundtree and Mackay Pfeiffer um, as an honor to him. And I'm probably going to watch my favorite episode of Batman the Animated Series. Um, my favorite Two-Face episode with the judge in honor of Richard Mall. Okay. Yeah, that's that, that sounds like a plan. So this Painkiller J movie is a, an atrocity. Samir, it was a made-for-TV movie. Most of those made-for-TV movies... Yeah, but did they know anything about Painkiller J? I mean, I don't know. Did you look to see who wrote the movie? Was it uh, Jimmy Palametti? I'm just looking at this character. I'm like, she's just a woman on a motorcycle with leather. Like that's they didn't get, they didn't grab any other characterization, the visual, you know, character of the character. It's just nothing. It's like Painkiller Jane is a very distinctly looking, distinct looking character, and they they drew none of her strengths visually Samira. to the character. Samira, it was 2007. Uh, live action comic book adaptations were in a dark time around the two thousand. Uh, but why, draw, like, why not just call her secret agent lady with guns? Like why? Simple, why pull the name? Because they bought the rights to right. The, but Painkiller Jane is not a, a a household name. It's like this is a weird property to take and not do correctly. She would have been Samir? She would have been an easy Samir. cult classic. Sim- yeah. Simple because of the simple fact that plagiarism is a thing. And if the original creator finds out about said plagiarism, you can't get sued. So I don't know if you know. I want to see how they set this move. Let me see how they set this move. The plot. Hang on. But once upon a time, there was a TV. I mean, there was a comic book in Vertigo known as Fables. And you know the whole story of Fables, right? Uh It's all the fairy tales that take, but they somehow take place in the real world and modern times. And I don't know if you also recall, but ABC did a show very similar to that called Say it with me, Samir. Once upon a time. Yep. And you know who sued them? Yeah, Bill but that William. was flimsy. That was flimsy. Still. All right. They did not they, they nothing on this. It looks they could have gotten away with this. It was a TV show, Samir. They could have gotten yeah. away. They didn't have to pay anybody. They could this is so different from the comic. I mean, I don't know anything about the comic. I read the comic. This ain't this ain't nothing like you read the original run of the comic. Yeah, Jane Vasco begins as an undercover police officer attempting to infiltrate the Fonty mob. After gaining the trust of the mob boss Joey Fonty, she's given an assignment of passing a message to a rival gang member, Adam. Not realizing that an explosive device has been planted on her, as she meets the target, the explosion causes significant injuries. Adam is injured. Through mysterious means, he manages to revive Jane, giving her superhero regenerative powers in the process, leaving her as a police officer, uh, leaving her life as a police officer behind. She becomes a vigilante painkiller Jane. Okay, so basically during the pilot episode, 
Uh, Jane discovers that she has superhuman abilities, supernormal regenerative powers, buttering on invulnerability. This is realized when she's pushed through a 40-story window and falls to her apparent death, only to later revive and completely recover. However, she still feels the pain of her injuries before they heal. Ah. Hey, man. Once again, it was sci-fi in the 2000s. I already told you how they aired Doctor Who out of order. Bro, you got to remember. So, this was around the time that USA was in their in their modern-day renaissance bag, and they had psych and all that stuff. You got to remember, sci-fi didn't hit theirs till what, 2011, 2012 with Defiance and Being Human and Winona Earp and, um, fuck, what that was, was that one show? That was, was their the, renaissance, wasn't it? Uh, Dark Matter. Yeah, that was their renaissance, wasn't it? Friends? Yeah. No, Friends was Fox, right? Friends was Fox. Yeah. Don't you ever give that credit to sci-fi, which I'm actually getting ready to rewatch that. Uh, Fox don't do it, deserve it. Why not, bro? Because they shit. Fox is shit. Don't say no. I'm, I'm getting no no shit credit to Fox. I care if they did everything right. Samir, Samir, Fox sucks. That's why I'm glad they're gone. No, it's still around. There's just no. no 20th century is still around. No, the channel Fox is still around. Genius. I'm talking about Fox Entertainment. I'm talking about Fox Entertainment. All right, no one cares about Fox News. Fox News and Fox ain't the same damn thing, dumbass. What? Okay, so okay, so what? What did Disney buy? They bought Fox Entertainment. Hey, Yes, they no, they bought 21st Century Fox. So that's the channel, that's the movie studio, and the television studio. They don't yeah, own that's Fox everything. News. No, they don't. that's everything that matters. Samir, they don't own Fox News, is what I'm saying. You just no one cares about Fox News. I'm saying they, they got everything that matters. Samir. I said they're not around anymore. That's what I said. No one's talking Samir. about anything else. What? You literally said screw Fox News. I said no one cares about Fox News. I'm talking about screw Fox. They don't have. They, I'm not giving them any credit because of their transgressions from the years past with all their shitty adaptation movies. That's what I'm talking about. So you mad about what seven X Men movies and you just? I mean, in Fantastic Four and but we not who, talking who did, about who did Daredevil. I was gonna say Daredevil next. Yeah, all that was shit. Once again, what that got to do with television? Those are two different departments. Mute next. Uh, I believe that was Warner Brothers. I don't think that was Fox. I mean, bro, we're going on a tangent already. We're 10 minutes in. We ain't even get to no damn stories yet. I'm not trying to edit a three-hour episode. Where is Mutant X at? It's it's terrible. It was Uh, syndicated. And once again, why are you acting like all all that um, syndicated stuff wasn't trash? Well, I mean, mean, look, you don't got to tell me. Syndicated, I mean... I'll be ripping on, um, bro. This see, n- ain't nothing to do with goddamn, um, um, 20th century, uh, Fox TV or nothing, bro. This was Fireworks Entertainment. What did um, it air? Marvel Studios and the Global. T- what do you mean? Where did it air? It was a syndicated no. show. 20th Century Fox sued Marvel Tribunal the Fireworks. Yes. Oh, okay. So they 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 killed. So Fox killed this shitty show. Actually, yes. <laughs> that's pretty funny. We've had this conversation before. I'll give them now, credit. They they just they killed crappy mutant next. Now, once again, as I was saying, you gotta remember also the early two thousands, it was all about syndication. So there was look at me. There was Mutant X, uh Relic Hunter with Tia Carrera, uh, Nightman, Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. I feel like there was another one up in there. <laughs> all the shows are terrible. Hercules, Xena, all that was syndicated. They had no home. All right, but yeah, so neither here nor there. Let's get into our stories because this man already got me going on tangents. 
All right. So, um, one of the things I brought up to you and our friends in the group chat, and I said that it was going to sell out quick, fast, and in a hurry. So, as I told you, Jonathan Hickman is reviving the Ultimate Universe, but on a separate, mm -hmm. uh, different Earth. Hold on a second. My uh, light is acting stupid. Why are you in the darkness? Because I'm not using my ring light. It's too bright. You was covered in darkness. Covered no, in darkness. You, you, you know, like one Darren Hayes song. I said Darren Hayes, not Savage Garden. So don't start singing truly really deeply. You a is that the one that's that, that, that's that's I wanna walk with you on the mountain. Shut up. That's why I said Shut that's up. I said shut up because you never get the lyrics right. I've told you the lyrics count. I wanna push times. you into the sea. Hey, hey, I man, push you, you corny. Alright, so Ultimate Spider-Man issue one will be coming out in January. And this is the one thing that everyone wanted. <laughs> and the comments People are so mad because, you know, Peter Parker is married with two kids. And oh, they're not, then, yeah, they're mad that it's not 616, Peter. This is, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is why, this is why people, this is why people don't really care. Okay, so look, they'll, they'll do anything and everything they want to in ultimate, in, in, in alternate universes. That's where all the gloves are off. But 616, you, branding, branding all the way. You got to stay to your brand. You can't move, you can't call out the lines. Branding. Spider-Man has to be a loser. Batman has to be alone and brooding. Branding. Okay? Superman has to be that the the the, the quintessential nucleus uh man where he has the, the, the long term relationship. I guess now a kid. Branding. Okay? It can't ever step uh, out of it. Sir, Clark has three kids. When did he get three? <laughs> About a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh. Oh there you go. More nucleus. Dude popping out kids. No, no, no. They're adopted. Did Chris, did Chris can't come back? Lord Zod? Or Val? Oh, no. No. That was sad. They, they, they should get that boy's happiness. <laughs> I mean, Zod's got his son, and he's a teenager. Anyway, I mean, I'm glad that this Peter isn't a loser, but 616 is still a loser. I mean, can I finish this? Because you cut me off like two minutes ago, so I was going to go into the details of the book. So, like I said, this is going to be... Ultimate Spider-Man issue one. This is written by Jonathan Hickman, and it will be drawn by Marco Cicchetto, as I originally discussed. But now we actually have promo art of, you know, a older Peter Parker. And it basically says, meet the Parker. So Peter and MJ have two ginger kids, and Peter is sprouting a full beard on some uh, MC2 stuff. So kind of like in the world of Spider-Woman, or Spider-Girl, as she was originally called. But he's not missing a leg. So, and his spider design is a little bit different. I'm not quite sure how I feel about it. I don't really like it's it. It's a spider. No, Samir. So, you know, like how, you know, the spiders are always on the side. So, it's like, well, it's, it's perfectly proportioned. So, you got the head in, the, in basically the bottom of the spider. I'm having a hard time picturing the other one now because I'm only seeing this one. No, no. You need to go look at the picture for this spider. And you'll see what I'm talking about, like as far as the design goes, because this don't it, it it looks so weird, like it's just like the legs are too high up on oh, the body of the so spider. It's like, an, it's like an actual arthropod. So basically, it, the, all the legs are on the main thorax of the care uh, of the yes. uh, and then the abdomen is by itself, which which is what it should be it's the anatomical silhouette of a spider. 
I get that. But once again, you know, seeing the traditional spider for 37 years of my life, basically. It's just, now, is this a complete reboot or is this off of the, the ashes or the bones of the foundation of the original uh, Ultimate Universe? My nigga, I swear you don't ever remember shit I tell you on this. I'm trying to roll. I know we talked about it, but refresh your memory. Okay, so I guess the plan before Donny Case got in his accident was he was going to reboot the Ultimate Universe because Reed went back home to Earth 16. That's what we talked about. Yeah, he, he recreated it. But Hickman did this Ultimate Invasion miniseries where Reed left 1610 and went to another universe called... Uh, I don't remember the, the, the designated number, but it's not 1610. It's something very similar to that. I think it's 0610 or something like that, and basically made his own universe. So this is off the tail end of the Ultimate Invasion stuff. But, bro, the comments. You ready? Mm-hmm. The Spider-Man fandom finally won. Finally, we are so bad. That means we can finally stop reading dog shit 616 Spidey. Can't wait to read this. I mean, I'm happy they're together and have a family in the Ultimate Universe, but it seems to prove that Marvel fans want them to be together, and they're keeping them apart out of spite, as well as an unwillingness to admit they made a mistake. He got a son? <laughs> Spider-Man fans are getting the year of their life right now. Finally, the, my goat is living a no normal life. We fucking won. Peter deserves a happy story. All right, everyone who said they wanted this time to actually buy it in large numbers so they can make it clear to Marvel that you mean it. So you let them be together, and they once again present Ultimate Universe, but not 616, which is the only one that matters. They're not wrong. Somebody said, yes, it's a Spidey I can relate to. Once again, I mean, we got to see. Well, I got to see because I'm the only one reading it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm slowly catching up on comics. I'm not touching Spider-Man with a ten foot pole. I, I like my. I like my. Uh, my. My happiness. I don't need depression. So you know. If I, if I want to read something depressing, I go read some manga. I got a stack of manga waiting for me right there. That's, that's Speaking, just depressing. Speaking of depressing, I'm gonna get into uh, my uh, review of Spider-Man two uh, later on in the pod. All right, but yeah, so. They, uh, did they put the actual release date? But I do know one thing. By the time you guys hear this, you need to go buy Spider-Boy issue one because that will be coming out on the first of the month. So that's this coming Wednesday. So, yeah, buy that. And, you know, it might be worth some money eventually. I mean, also see if you can find Spider-Man issue seven from I believe it came out earlier this year or last year. Because that's his first appearance. And if you can find that, it's worth the pretty penny. But this will be coming out January 10th. 2024. All right. Samir. Tell us a story. All right. Damn, man. I fucked up. What? I was going to start the intro um, of the pod doing Meatwad's voice to see how long I can keep it going. But, hey, too late. No one needs to see that. So, uh, let's continue my... Um, let's continue my hatred of all things uh, Fox Entertainment. May they rock hell. Uh, so Edgar Wright uh, turned down the uh, role, uh, turned down the job of directing Channing Tatum's Ga Gambit movie back in the day when it was a thing. Yeah. So I mean, I wonder how. I mean, if he had said yes, like, I mean, what what would it would look like? I mean, he he basically said he didn't know the character too well. 
uh, he appeared after my time reading um, um, Marvel roughly in, in the 1985 to 1990s or so. So he wasn't one of the things I knew. And he's probably, I mean, honestly, I don't know, Edgar. All right. I, you could go back and do some research. Like, you don't have to know the character at all. Yeah, exactly. You know, to do some research. All right. I mean, the man was getting ready to read Ant Man. I'm pretty sure he ain't reading no Scott Lang stuff. Well, nobody read no Scott Lang stuff. No, but I mean, he ain't the only Ant Man that's been around. Yeah, but once again, Michael Douglas was Hank Pym. So, yeah. Uh, he could do some research. I mean, he wrote the first movie. He still has a writer credit on that film. I mean, okay, so although Wright originally signed on for Ant-Man, he, his, his brush with the X-Men had been kept out of the limelight until now. So that's just something that, I, I mean, I'm just glad that movie never saw the light of day, to be honest. I mean, of all characters, of all actors to play that role. like Okay, so look. What's with the Channing Tatum slander? Nothing. He doesn't fit that role. I got nothing. I have nothing but love for that dude. Do your thing. Go off, Ken. He don't need to be that role. All right. That was not. Can he even do an accent? Uh, we don't know. We've never heard exactly. Of we don't know. Now, see, if he was British, oh yeah, no, no problem. But American actors don't do accents that well. Uh, you know, so fact, Junior, Sherlock Holmes. Mm, okay, name another one. And not a non and a non uh, give, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Great actor. Shitty French accent. When the hell did Joseph Gordon let me do a French accent? The Walk. Oh, when he played the guy who uh, walked across the uh, the tyrant. Yeah, yeah, the guy was French, yeah. and they made a. I'm like, why did he? They could have casted a French guy to play that role. Yeah, sounds good, but that's when Joseph Gordon Levitt was at his peak, and you know the dark. Nobody didn't make that much money. I get that, but once again, they were trying to get cash in on his star appeal. Because did he just do Inception in the Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, it's 2015, so he was he, he was on his um he was on his yeah exactly. It's like Sam Worthington, like Sam Worthington didn't get almost every single role in Hollywood after Avatar. But um, honestly, I can't think of any other American actors who have done accents in films. They don't do accents well. That's what I'm off saying. Off the top of my head, I mean, there are some. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. But I'm saying, Europe turns out all the best actors that can drop and recreate an accent. If you want to do someone to do a wide plethora of accents, get a British actor. Yeah. Or at least, you know, um, a British colony, like, you know, Australia, New Zealand. But even they be having issues dropping the accents sometimes on Australian actors. Uh, yeah, uh, Hugh Jackman actually let his accent slip in X-Men 2. I've... Also, uh, what was Buddy's name from um, Charlie Hannon? Where's he from? Charlie Hannon? Charlie Hunting, uh, he's British. He's British. I'm okay. still looking it up, even though I just told you he's British. No, I'm trying to find out someone. Someone. It was. It was. It may not have been him. It was in Pacific Rim. Who was the guy acting opposite to him? Idris Elba. The other guy. The other guy. I don't remember. Bro, you know how long it's been since I watched Pacific Rim? Yeah, I know. The only the first one's good. I mean, uh, Charlie, no, not Charlie Day. Um, Burn Gorham? No, Rob, yeah, I think it's Rob uh, Kanzeski, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, he's anyway. British. So he's British, yeah. Okay, so these two, so this is an example of a British actor maybe not doing so great, but that might have been directing. Because, bro, he's flipped his accent to an Australian accent. That's all. He wasn't right. It was American. going, it was up and down. Like, it was weird. Like his, his accent got, was uneven. 
I gotta go back and remember, uh, watch that because the way you remember random shit like accents slipping, like I noticed it one time in X Men Two, and that's because of the cut that they decided to do with the film. Because like Famke Jansen just stared at Hugh Jackman for like all of two seconds, like, bro, you slipped out. Phrasing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, who knows what Edgar Wright would have done with that? And who knows? Maybe Channing Tatum would have gotten a dialect coach. We don't know. Or just get someone who needs less of a dialect coach. My nigga, can you name any famous people who act from um, St. Louis? No. I mean, New Orleans? No. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always for finding. I know. You're people. always talking about finding. You go, go, to the local, go to the local theater scene, pluck somebody out, see what they can do. All right, stop picking from these from this pre-existing slot of of, look, of actors. Look, all I'm saying is, you're gonna go down to New Orleans, you're gonna find somebody who talk good, but then when they get on camera, they're gonna start talking like that's why I said. From, uh, that's why I said uh, find somebody from the local theater scene. From the I local. literally just said that. That's where I was going, but once again, you cut me off. But then again, you're gonna find somebody who talk like old boy from the Water Boy. Yeah, um, and who could turn no. on up. No, I'm talking about the dude who played Sean's dad on Boy Meets World. That was that was him. Was that yeah. him? Yes, that very in yes, a very incomprehensible accent. <laughs> Listen, so Cajun sounds rough, and we and, and don't exactly. Don't yeah, but don't butcher a character. All right, if you want the character, get the character. Don't don't just bastardize him for Hollywood consumption. All right, that's why I, I want that movie made. Well. It goes back to that campaign killer Jane. Like, if you want the character, do the character right. Don't just take what you yeah. want and then once again, why are you comparing TV to film? Because I mean, there's the lines are blurred now. Samir, there's several. Yeah, now, but we're talking about then. There's several things you can go back and reference from then. Anyways, I, I, like I said, I'm glad that movie was never made. It sucked. I mean, how can it suck if it was never made? It would have sucked. It would have sucked. Possibly. I don't want to hear that from you because you like to write movies off before you even see them. Yeah, based off of what I've seen in trailers. Mm. So I've seen some stuff. I didn't spend two hours of my life watching a movie. I don't know. Do we? I mean, do we? Uh, you already wrote off the new um, uh, Snow White movie. Samir, I just don't have any interest in Disney remakes or watching a movie where, you know, the lead actress just bashes the entire franchise. Why do you do that? You turn to an old man, I don't like to cut her gym. What does that matter? That's not That has nothing to do with the movie. Nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, but once again, I'm sticking with point A. I don't watch Disney remakes. Uh-huh. And I think especially you, for stuff... I think I really some, some Disney remakes are necessary. Okay, so like, are freaking, they? Yes. Snow White was like 40 uh, minutes less. Or less. There's no plot in that movie. Okay, but once again, Samira, do something with a, it, Samira. Once again, it's a movie I really don't give two shits about. That's what I'm saying. It's like you immediately think you're not going to give two shits about it. This movie could change your life. You don't know that. Like you There's, already trying there, to write it off. Why are you always trying to say a movie can change my life? Nothing in you don't know that though, Samira. I'm 37 years old. There's no movie on the fucking face of the planet that has changed my life. Dear God, sir, that is so bleak and and, and how is that bleak? I enjoy movies, but I've never had like a a moment where I was like, oh my God, I have to rethink everything. You never had that moment where a, a moment of clarity brought on by by some by art that you untaken. It doesn't have to be a movie. It could be a game. No. It could be a book. It could be no. 
No, really? No, no, I, my dude. I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. Now you're moving the goalposts because I was saying no to film. Books? Yes. Albums? Yes. What books have you read that moved your life? Will Smith's book actually inspired uh, me to like. So it's autobiography? I'm talking about art, sir. Autobiographies aren't art. They're, they're, re, they're, re, they're, they're recollections of past events. They're not art. It's still a form of art, Samir. Is it though? A, per, a person's life story can inspire you to do better with your own life. It can, sure. So but we're talking so about why art. We're talking about art, What's though. It? We're talking What's about art. Our, 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 our biographies art. That's that's the question. I mean, Google it. You tell me. <laughs> are they? Um, actually, that question right now. Five minutes later. I think it's a weird question. Okay. Here, here's why is biography important to art and literature? It's considered non-fictional. So can of course it's art? non-fictional. Alright, so then the question is, can a non-fiction be considered art? According to uh biography um I mean Britannica.com, in the sense biography can be regarded as a craft rather than an art. Techniques of research and general rules for testing evidence. Wait, what? No, I'm not talking about the study of biography. I'm talking. I quit. I'm over it, bro. Let's 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 move on. But that's the thing. Though. We're talking about art, sir. Like, did no no artist ever moved you? I literally just told you albums have moved me. Okay, and they never moved you so deeply that you that it, it, it made it brought an epiphany or it brought a new uh, perspective on something. No, they just make me recollect on some things. Sometimes they're happy, sometimes they're sad. I've just never like heard an album that said, I'm gonna get up and make something of my life. I mean, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be so on the sleeve. So so, but, so what so what do you mean by move? That's what I'm trying to get to. I mean, just change I mean, your world change your worldview. Like something that you no. reasonably preconceived and maybe this particular piece of art changed that. Or no. maybe, hey, something about yourself that you didn't like and you saw you had the motivation to change that bit of yourself. Nothing, no. to, not, not, you never had that ever. No, I'm no. That is, I mean, I don't know. I mean, just sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I'm just sorry you never had that feeling. It's like finding okay. out. You, it's not like finding out someone close you never been loved. It's just, it's, it's rough. I'm sorry. You, you, you and these comparisons, bro. You got like the weirdest fucking comparison. That's not a weird comparison. Art is, it's just so, it's life. All right, and to to not have not to not have had that experience, it's Samir. Just, oh, yeah. Once again, I feel stuff. I'm just not completely moved to the point where you know it's you know maybe you haven't found making right me want to get up, get out, and do something. Say, sister, it doesn't have to be so. It doesn't have to be so on. Samir, this. you literally just said that. So give me an example of something that moves you, and how did it make you move? Okay, so. And keep it quick, because we 32 minutes in already, god damn it. We only got two, one story each. All right, so I'm watching this OVA of this anime, right? And I'm watching OVAs. And this particular OVA, uh, it moved me to the point where, at, and mind you, this time in my life, I was it was just like fifth grade, um, you know, small kid, coat, bottle, glasses, point as hell. So the point is, this particular OVA, standard shonen fair, but whatever it was, this particular scene hit me to the point where, you know what? I resonate with that character at that moment. And I felt, you know what? I, this is the moment. And I'm going to start standing up for myself. At that moment, I decided not to get bullied anymore. 
And to this day, no, I don't take shit. I'll get my ass kicked, but I don't take shit from anybody. Okay, I was going to say a few years later, you got your ass jumped and they took your iPod. I didn't turn into freaking Matt Murdock and started whooping everyone's ass with extrasensory. No, but I was, you know, I was, like I said, I wasn't on ticking with shit anymore. No, like like I said, bro, I've had moments where, you know, I'm watching something and I feel moved just because of the way the story is different. Like, perfect example, for my Alchemist Brotherhood and that last fight when they're fighting father and Alphonse sacrificed himself. And Ed goes ham. He's like, you dumbass. And it just starts wailing on him. Yeah, that's a good scene. Yeah, that moved me. The ending of Full Metal Alchemist moved me because they had a happy ending. So I was happy. Okay, that did that series maybe move you to repair the relationship with your brothers? No. Obviously not. But I'm saying that would be the <laughs> I was going to say, did you really just ask me that question? <laughs> no. Obviously, but that's what I'm saying. It's like things like, okay, another example. Um, the movie Fifty Fifty Star, Joseph Gordon Levitt and um, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, right? yes. Yeah. So uh, that movie, all right, it made me miss my mother deeply. All right, it, that wasn't even about the film. It was just literally, literally the the character had to reconnect with his mother because I get he, that, but bro, yeah. you live like five minutes away from your mother. Yeah, that's not the point. I had to call her <laughs> and see her that next day and give her a hug. Like art can't move you. Okay, like, so so playing okay, God, so, so, playing God of War. Uh, both versions, actually, uh, but specifically the first one, uh, God of War 2018. That I'm that game maybe deeply missed my father all over again. It's okay, like so, art can't okay. move you. Yeah, but that okay. So you're pivoting the definition of move now because that's I'm not, an emotion. It can, it can be that, all, no. That, that's, that's that's what I'm talking about. Making you feel. You were talk the way you were describing art, making you you know. Um, you know, move you is like, you know, like all you're having the above, it. sir. D, okay. all of the above. Okay, well then, yes, D. Yes, D. Okay, you want one? Because I'm watching Smallville right now because of Talkville, so when they hit season five, I'm going to be a wreck when Jonathan Kent dies, especially the episode when Clark's watch gets stolen. I had a moment like that where Clark was just watching an old videotape of him and Jonathan on a tractor. And it ends okay. with him saying, wave goodbye, son, and Clark breaks down crying. All right, I actually there, there found an old cassette that's of me and what I'm my talking father about. at a family yes. reunion. Okay, good. There you go. That's that's what I'm talking about. And I, I'm sorry. It, I think biographies and documentaries don't hit that same note. No, but they inspire me, fool. Like they to can. get up and sure. that's what I was saying. People can be inspired by other people. You can be inspired by Nelson Mandela. I mean, and, yeah, and, and, and yeah, you shat on me trying to tell you what in Will's book expired me. You're like, it don't count! <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, you can be... you uh, like, that ain't art! You can be inspired by Mahala um, uh, Yusuf Ali. I don't even know who that is. She was the girl in Pakistan who was shot in the head by the Taliban and who survived and later to become a, 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 a UN activist and got the Nobel Prize and still to this day is... Uh, fighting for you know people's rights in these countries okay. and human rights in these countries. Great person, wonderful okay. individual. All right, now that we got into the point where you know I'm moved, <laughs> can we get into our stories? Because once again, yeah, six minutes in, my dude. Why do you always make it a, a matter of time, sir? I'm having a good time with you. Samir, you talking about Samir. stuff? You know, I'm just Samir, saying. On don't boil it down to numbers. <laughs> Samir, on average, do you know how long it takes me to edit one episode of this podcast? Uh, on average, you said four hours. 
it can take anywhere between four and five hours. You know why? Because I have to wait for this to import. So that's Friday night pretty much going. So I'm Saturday, I get it. Tell me you get a let me finish. computer. Samir, no, it's not the processing. It's the time of editing because, once again, I have to go through the podcast. I have to listen to it. I have to find photos and videos and things that we reference. It's like you brought up Edgar Wright. I'm obviously going to find a photo of Edgar Wright to put in here. And possibly a photo of Gambit and Channing Tatum and blase, blase, blah. So also, I have to cut out dead air. I have to mix in the intro, mix out the intro, the title card, all that. Edit, album art. So that's like four hours of my life gone. Is or, gone you know, if, it, if it's gone, if, it, if, you, if it's time well spent. Yeah, until, you know, you call me and, you know, buck up my editing. Because you bored at work on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm just sitting in Starbucks playing my Rock Ally. It's like, well, I'll call your bitch ass no more because you won't appreciate my my calls. Yeah, because because I be behind on my podcast, and sometimes those podcasts are part of stories that I want to talk about. Because, perfect example, I told you about Joanna Robinson's book, MCU: The Rise of Marvel Studios. They, like I said, they do deep dives on Loki. So if there's something I might have missed, you know, I can hear about it in the podcast. Like another perfect example. We didn't even talk about Marie having a benefactor when we reviewed last week's episode of The Boys. Oh, well, I came in to play this episode, so. We'll exactly. But, yeah, we're going to talk about it now. But, um, but anyway, I'm up. <laughs> so, let's get into some Aquaman news real quick. You know, let's just get into film news in general, because a lot of this is just small, compressed stories that can more or less be you know, told in quick succession. Paramount has decided to shift around their film schedule a little bit. So, A Quiet Place Day 1 will now be coming out June 28th, 2024, as opposed to the beginning of the year. And Mission Impossible 8, formerly known as Dead Reckoning 2, has been delayed a whole year to May 23rd, 2025. Are they changing the name? Yeah, I was just about to say that once again. Remember what I said about cutting me off my dude? It's going to be retitled. That's why I said formerly Dead Reckoning 2. Yeah, that's surprising. I mean, Dead Reckoning is a good title. It's called Dead Reckoning Part yeah. 2. Yeah. So Aquaman in the um, Lost Kingdom only had seven or eight reshoots, which is um, basically James Wan kind of coming to the defense of Amber Heard's role of being quote unquote parred down. So he said the narrative that emerged is not the reality. And he said seven or eight uh, days of reshoots is. Nothing for a movie of this size. I'm sorry, um, James Wynn. Look, I got no beef with you, but I, I feel that Mira should play a large role in Arthur's life. And to not have barely have her in the film and have Orm in it more and bring back Nicole Kidman's character just to fill in space, I think Willem Dafoe I mean, had more screen time than, than, uh, than uh, Amber Heard. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there. Who's a better actor? What do you mean? Willem Dafoe or Amber Heard. Don't matter. You cast her. But the character should be there. F all that noise. The character should be there. Okay? I don't care about I don't care about the, the, the stuff behind it. The character should be there. That's what matters. You go to you go to see Aquaman for Aquaman. Alright? That's what's I don't I'm not I'm not a Jason Moore fan. Alright? I'm Samir, not I mean, yeah. Samir, you just hit the nail on the head. You go and see Aquaman for Aquaman, not Mira. That's not the point, alright? She is integral to Arthur's life. She needs to be there. All right. Don't okay. lessen her. Uh, you know. 
Okay, okay. If that's the case, how long do you think Nicole Kidman is in this movie? She might be there for like all of ten minutes, the same as Amber Heard and his father, Thomas. Uh, I mean, I think uh, Patrick Wilson. And if that's the case, it's going to be in the movie way more than anyone else. Besides, because it's, it's it's a sibling movie with them tracking down his son. That was the whole plot of the film. Did you? Um, you ain't watched no trailers, my dude. Did you? I Besides, didn't like, watch the, the trailers. I saw the trailers. I'm not that excited about this movie, honestly. Honestly, I just in one ear out the other. This movie's dead to me, to be honest. This movie has so much to do to impress me right now. It, it can be literally the best movie ever. And I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. Too bad it's in a dead universe. Well, it's the dead. It's the end of it. So, the Black Phone Two, uh, <clears throat> a movie that we did not review because stupid. I mean. It was good. What do you mean? I mean, I, I wasn't feeling it. The, I don't know if it was the mask or what, or Ethan Hawke wearing glasses while wearing the mask. It, I don't know. But that's going to be released on June 27th, 2025. You need to change your perspective on horror movies. I don't know what they did to you. Samira, but that was a I good movie. Really, I don't really like horror movies. I'm a fan I, I, of, like, slashers. That was a good psychological uh, supernatural thriller. It was really good. And I think you need to just give it. I don't know what the movie has to do to it. I don't know why they don't mess with you. Like, and have you tr- watched? It's like, and, did you watch the film? I just tried to, and I couldn't get into it. Like, I like Blumhouse movies. I liked, I liked the supernatural stuff. I liked Happy Death Day. I liked, um, happy, um, almost Happy Death Day again. Um, True for There. Um, obviously, Get Out, Us, um, Can't. Was Candyman Blumhouse? I feel like Candyman was Blumhouse. Regardless, regardless, so you can that's what that's just so uneven about this. It's like, so you like Candyman. Um, and I, Happy it Death was, Day. It was just something about the aesthetic of um I almost said the blind man, uh the black phone. It just didn't grab me. Like, Samir, why don't we get on this podcast and you got like I don't like slashers and horror movies? We literally just talked about Right, um, but Black Phone it was a, a one of the best uh horror movies that came out last year. I know that, but what's the name of the movie we just we just totally kill her? Like I wanted to review Scream and you didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't get around to it. All right, but here's some more. Uh, yeah, oh, twenty twenty one. Sorry, it came out two years ago. But yeah, it's like two years ago. This, this movie was really good. Yeah, but here's some more um, rescheduling. So Ballerina has can, been confirmed for June seventh, twenty twenty four. Beetlejuice has is that a movie or a series at this point? I'm trying to remember. That is a film starring Anna De Amers. Okay, and that's in the universe of John Wick. Okay. Yes. See? See? You see what I'm talking about? See? About that what? don't say from the world of John Wick. That shit just say ballerina. It, it should say from the world of John Wick, honestly. I you think Brandon's important. It, 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 it should. It don't it should. need it. It should. All right. Beetlejuice 2, September 6, 2024. Captain America Brave New World, July I'm 6th. I'm worried about Beetlejuice 2. Um, July 26, 2024. Don't know what the hell Challengers is. I, uh, Deadpool 3 has been removed from Disney's schedule. Uh, Dune Part 2, as we said, March 20, uh, March 15th, 2023. Uh, Furiosa, I think you brought this one up. May 24th, 2024. Garfield, also May 24th, 2024. Ghostbusters Afterlife 2, March 29th, 2024. That's funny because Loco was watching uh, Afterlife today. Uh, Gladiator 2, November 22nd, 2024. Godzilla vs. Kong New Empire, April 12, uh, April 12, 2024. Inside Out 2, June 14, 2024. Uh, Crappy Joker, October 4, 2024. 
Uh, well, who knows? It might surprise us. We're not reviewing Joker. You just want to see it because of Lady Gaga. No. If I want to see Lady Gaga Samir. in the movie, I just go watch, you know, Samir. Star is Born Again. Samir, you shat all over the first Joker. We both shat all over the first Joker. I shat on it be... with restraint. The point is, it's going to be one of the went in. You went in when we reviewed the Batman. I just recently re-listened to that episode. But when Lady Gaga got cast on this, you was like, oh boy, here we go. All right. Regardless, we should have an opinion. We gotta. Watch, I think we should review it. Why? We didn't watch the first one. Yeah, we did. I watched it. Well, okay. Well, I didn't. Okay. Hello? Well, maybe you should get around to watching it and then watch this one. I, like, for instance, I think we should also review Five Nights at Freddy's that just dropped uh, mm. this weekend, and then we can review it next week. That movie you is sure. That movie got meet your criteria. Exactly. That meet your, but I want to criteria. I'm being more open now. I'm, see how see how things can change, Bernard. How people can change no, their perspective. No, 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 no. I'm calling BS on you right now. Why? You know why I know you? Because you just want to shit on it. That's why you want to watch it. Okay. So I want to give. It, I want to. The point is, I want to review good movies and bad movies. Why Let's do both. Because hmm. there's been several times that I wanted to review a movie and it didn't meet your Rotten Tomatoes criteria. Yeah, that was that was in the past. We're not changing our. I'm changing my perspective on it. Let's not review all movies regardless of their other uh, uh, scale and try to get as many as we can. Okay, Martin Luther film. I don't understand the, the reference. We should not judge a film on its tomato score. We should judge it on its content and its story. Yeah, What's that? That, was, that was Mewtwo. Oh wow. I didn't say the circumstances of one birth. <laughs> I was basically saying, you know, I was, you know, I had a dream. That. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. That, was that even in I had a dream? People should not be judged by the skin, uh, by the color of their skin, but the content of the character. Yes. Okay. That part. Yeah. That I literally said tomato score. That people films should not be judged by the tomato score, but by the content of their film and their story. Boy, you won't be listening to nothing I say. All right. Uh, the Unnamed Karate Kid sequel. Uh, don't With know if this is Jayden a sequel. Smith? Yeah. I'm like, is this going to be a continuation of Cobra Kai on film? Because I don't think Jaden coming back to acting, my dude. He might. Bro, Jaden out here rarely doing voice acting. <laughs> what you looking up? His filmography? To see if I'm he's saying, attached? I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to see what he's up to, honestly. He's 25. Jaden's out here... Jaden's out here doing wa- uh, doing concerts and selling water. Look, he's right. doing the whole thing. Leave that leave man alone. Yeah. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, May 24th, 2024. Ooh, I forgot about that. Oh, Kingdom. Uh, Craven the Hunter, August 30th, 2024. Ugh. Kung Fu Panda 4, March 8th, 2024. I don't get why they didn't put these in order. Lord of the Rings, The War of Rohim, December 13th, 2024. Madden Web, Valentine's Day, 2024. Mufasa the Lion King, July 5th, 2024. Sonic 3, December 20th, 2024. Speak No Evil. Didn't we have a movie like that already with Kane? Or was that See No Evil? Or Hear No Evil? I'm not sure. Let me look this up real quick. Yeah, I was right. See No Evil. Um, oh, Moose going to have the... You can't copy well, that phrase. I mean, but this is Speak No Evil. So I was wrong. So August 9th, 2024, Transformers 1, September 13th, 2024, Thunderbolts, December 20th, 2024, Twisters, July 19th, 2024, uh, Trap, which is a new M. Night Shyamalan film, 
August twenty uh, August second, twenty twenty four, and Untitled Jordan Peele Monkey Paw Productions film September twenty seventh, twenty twenty four. Another un- well, I guess one's a Monkey Paw film, the other one's a Untitled Jordan Peele film Christmas twenty twenty four, Venom July twelfth, twenty twenty four, Wicked Part One. Really, it's a musical. Why you need two parts? November twenty seventh, twenty twenty four. Uh. I don't think there was anything else as far as that goes because I put the whole Disney film schedule in here, but I mean, I'm not doing all that. I'll save that for like next week. And uh, the Fantastic Beast films are parked according to David Yates. So he Good, said, let him say parts. Yeah, I'm sure at some point we'll be back and he hasn't spoken to Warner Brothers about the franchise as of yet. Good, let it die. I mean, it's not going to die. Yes, I know it's they're getting less and less revenue. Hey, you're back. All right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, bro. So, Samir, give us some give us some news. Okay. The next story I have is the story you have, or is the story I have? Hang on. Oh, so Xbox has a new boss. Oh, oh. <laughs> are you looking at Reddit again, my dude? What's wrong with Reddit? Can you post that in the Twitter chat? Because a lot of time I'm just taking whatever said in Twitter and posting it in the notes. Uh, that's why I hate when you do that. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Bond is uh, okay. Xbox's new boss. I thought she's been working there. What are you talking about? I could have sworn uh, Sarah Bond's been at Microsoft for a minute. No, let's see where she is. Hang on. Let's see what her actual her actual destination is. Once again, I have to find his story because he's too lazy to do the research himself. Yeah, so she actually got a promotion. Her and Matt Booty. Matt who? Booty, B-O-O-T-Y. So The Verge published an internal memo from Xbox CEO Phil Spencer today where he wrote to the staff that Microsoft will promote Sarah Bond to president of Xbox, putting her in charge of all software and hardware platforms. It should be noted this may include the redesigned Xbox Series X that could release next year in the next-gen hybrid Xbox console for 2028, which both were leaked in FTC documents. Matt Booty, meanwhile, has been promoted to the president of gaming content and studios, which includes the responsibility of overseeing operations at Xenomax and Bethesda. The studio will continue operating as a limited integra- integration entity, but will report to Booty. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hold it in. I know. It's just that last sentence, but we'll report to the Booty. Oh. Oh, that's you cool. know he got bullied in school. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm like, yo, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm signing one name in front of all my work. You do not call my last name. So I had, so I had a friend who had a who knew a guy in high school, and his Nick last Rose. name was his name was last name was Seaman. His name was Nicholas Seaman, and, <laughs> and it's, sometimes you get dealt the short stick when it comes to last names. I mean, I'm just glad his name wasn't Richard Seaman. Oof. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, bro. Do do some more deep diving into your stories. I shouldn't have to alley oop your ass every single. Wow, time. you did. I was about to find the story. You jumped in there and did it first. 
because you were struggling again. I I was struggling. I was searching the store. You just type fast and I did. Once again, bro, I literally typed in Sarah Bond Xbox. Well, I had to find her. I, first, I forgot she was the new boss, and then I had to pull her up. That was my. I was. That was. A, that was a, a grab for my for my feed. This bitch. See, that's why I be talking. Hey, about. how good would a, how good do you think the Marvel's Avengers game would have been if Insomniac did it? Oh, it would have been amazing. Yeah, honestly, Game Informer released an article about that. They said, yo, because you know how good Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and Miles Morales, all those games are just stellar, right? And they said, yeah. if only, what? I keep telling you, bro, Square Enix is down bad, unless it's Final Fantasy. I mean, that, that's what happened with Corporate Greed Takeover. Anyways, um, yeah, so, yeah, if they had just given their, their Marvel license completely to Insomniac, we would be in a different world right now. Like, damn, it just would have been good. Marvel has never, like, given their license to one studio. Like, everybody's kind of, like, poured out. Like, Spider-Man was Activision. Um, what were the X-Men Legends games? Uh, weren't they Activision also? Were they Activision? I'm going to check real quick. I need to remaster those games. No, you don't. They're, they're boring. You would not Raven Software. Yeah, but Raven Software... Is owned by what now? Activision. Um, well, they got bought out by Activision. Oh no, they had a publishing deal with Activision, and then Activision bought them. Well, they're part. Yeah, their parent company is Activision. Yes, now. <sighs> yeah, but oh, before it was just a partnership deal. Um, uh, I don't remember who was doing that Daredevil game that got canceled. I'm never letting that one go. <laughs> you need to let it go. <laughs> the game would have been garbage. Uh, I feel like what? Who did that Incredible Hulk game that came out in like the early 2000s? In, in the, uh, the Total Destruction. Yes. Because that game was actually good. Yeah, it was. Uh, Ultimate Destruction, and it was. Hang on, pulling up the Wikipedia article right now. Uh, Radical Entertainment. They developed so Universal. Yeah. Uh, Activision again. That's their parent company. God damn. Well, 2008 to present. So when did the game come out? 2005. Five. Five, yeah. Five, yeah. So they eventually became. Activision is a huge uh, entity in the gaming space. They'll, they'll acquisition a lot of small studios. So. Yeah. Yeah, Universal right. Games, and the successor was Activision Blizzard. See, it's like all these back to this goddamn rotten apple that is Activision. <laughs> but you were just happy that they got bought by Xbox. Yeah, I mean Microsoft as a whole has a better uh, has better leadership and is more consistent with its business practices than Activision has been, and they're not as they're not given to uh, corporate greed. Not, I mean they are. But not to the extent of Activision, okay? So everyone's everyone's eager to see what how they can change course correct this uh, new property that they have. You know, are they going to rebrand it? Are they going to uh, shift around personnel? Like, what are they going to do? I mean, who knows? Just don't get Matt Booty to work there. <laughs> I'm sure Matt Booty is a uh, confident, and very professional person. Who has a good that rapport with his coworkers? I mean, that still don't mean that people not laughing behind his back. I mean, I think after the first day in the office, everyone's over it, bro. 
Hey, booty, I need this on my desk by 3 p.m. See, that whole sentence is funny, bro. What do you need on the desk, booty? Booty game! <laughs> bro, you think you think that is like his first job, possibly in like the early 2000s? Like, whenever he walked in, they just played Miss New Booty by, Bo- by Bubba Sparks? Booty, 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 rocket everywhere. Booty, booty. Oh, boy. What they roast him at the, at the, at the Christmas party. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm going to get into a review of Spider-Man 2. This one is going to be spoiler-free. Thank you. Uh, oh, so I can't spoil it because you're going to wait till it hits no. PC next year? No. I'm going I'm to I'm play it. I'm just behind on stuff. Yeah, but you didn't buy it yet is what I'm saying. So you're going to wait for it to hit PC a year from now. Won't be a year. Bro, stop it. What game has had a same-day launch as PC? Because has God of, Ragnar- God of War Ragnarok hit PC yet? No, no, it's not hitting the same day. No, that's not going That's what I'm trying to make. Is Bro, Miles Morales just came out on PC last year, and that game came out three years ago. No, it, did it come out last year on PC or this year? No, it came out. It just hit PC. Like a like it was either last year or this year. Your video keeps cutting out. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm just uh, looking at this thing. Bro, it hit it hit PC in 2022. Yeah, the game okay. came. Yeah, so two years. So you really gonna wait two years? No, I'm not gonna wait that long. But I will so, not buy you it. Will not rip. I'm not gonna buy it when I'm not gonna be able to have time to play it. I got like two games to play before I even get to that. So basically, you which I mean, what else you got to play? Man, I mean, I haven't even played through the expansion on Cyberpunk. I've been I've been swamped swamped lately. Mm. All right. So I'm going to get into Spider-Man 2. So I'm about 70% of the game, um, 70% done in the game. They said if you just do the story, it takes about 15 hours to complete. But if you're a completist, it should take you 25 hours. Last time I checked, I was at 31 hours. And I don't know if these people are speed running, skipping cutscenes, But in order to 100% this game, you obviously need more than 25 hours. Because like I said, I'm only at 70% of the game, like, I just lost a symbiote as Peter. Hey, like, spoilers. I, my nigga, stop it. Like, you didn't know that was going to happen. I don't know. I thought you put the whole game with the symbiote. You're not funny and nobody likes you. Maybe Peter Parker was just a bitch. You keep the symbiote. Nah, he, he was he was going a little bit ham. Yeah, why is it, though? Like, why is he the only one that can't keep his shit together? Like, Flash had the symbiote for a goddamn long time. They released. They reached a the report. Samir, they was Samir, yeah. What? What? Yeah. They fucking genetically modified that symbiote so it wouldn't get out of control. What about Gwen? Gwen's symbiote isn't an alien. It's man-made. Oh yeah, her symbiote is a little different. <laughs> yeah, it's nanites. Remember? I mean, what about uh, what was that other? What was that girl that was hanging out with um, uh, what was her name? Our, uh, God, she had a symbiote. She was angry, and she had a cool look too. But I'm not. What was it? It was something to do demolition demo. 
Are you talking about Andy Flash's sidekick? Was it? Yeah, was she? What was her? Yeah. What was her superhero name? I can't remember. Yeah, she but that was. Too. It was a portion of Flash's genetically modified symbiote. Toxin, remember him back in the day? Toxin also had a cop as his first host. Yes, bro. What, that, what did that do with it? Um. Obviously, there was a lot of backstory that was retconned into Peter's symbiote, so it was worn by warriors and whatnot. Toxin was a baby when Peter Mulligan got it. Toxin was literally a newborn. We saw Toxin be born in Venom versus Carnage. Yeah. Who else you got? All I'm saying is I think Peter's a bitch. All right, go on. Miles lost his shit when he had a symbiote. Normie Osborne. Lost his shit when he got a symbiote. Yeah, it was a little spawn of uh it was a, another spawn of carnage, but still. <laughs> well, anyway, so the game is amazing. No screwball in it this time around. Screwball's a terrible character. I mean, she ain't she ain't been in comics in like six years, so who? Good. Leave leave her out um, of all the comics. And not, not just, I don't wanna hate on her immediately, but she shouldn't be a Spider-Man villain. Okay, so everybody basically in that brand new day repertoire who was a new character, with the exception of possibly Mr. Negative, they're all pretty much gone. That new vulture that blinded Peter for a while, he's good. Dead. It's like, good. Like, 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 the they were bad, him, like, three they were bad villains. It's um, like, I think Big Will is still around. This is why people call Spider Man a loser. It's like they gave him a whole new role gallery and he forgot no, everything inside of getting no, his ass kicked. No, they gave him a extended rogues gallery. He was still fighting his old rogues gallery. The point he is these new, a few these, more. these new cats didn't have the same oomph the old dude once did. It's like, Samir. you're an Avenger, Samir. bro. You, you've been to space. Why Samir. is these people giving Samir. you problems? Yeah. Samir, he fought a younger, more athletic vulture who could shoot freaking toxic venom out of his mouth. And a girl who could do parkour. Why does she, she, she stay getting out of his hand, getting, getting, getting loose? She, he could not catch this lady. But fight weeks on end, Screwball was getting loose. So why couldn't he ever catch Felicia? I believe Screwball. Oh, oh I know why she couldn't fight Felicia. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna give him a cut pass on that. All right, I'm just saying we all know why he couldn't catch Felicia, but Screwball should have caught. He should have caught her. I mean, acrobatics, man. Nah, ain't nobody. There, you'd be hard pressed to find a character more acrobatic than a, than a Spider-Man character. Bartok the Leaper. Okay, are they superpowered? Is Bartok superpowered? No, he's no. not. What? What's his he's, deal? He's French and he's an expert in parkour. And he's more and he's more dexterous and more agile than a spider. That's just bad writing, then. That's bad power scaling. How, how does that work? How does that work in the mythos? That breaks the mythos right there. I can tell you right now. I mean, bro, Captain America has a hard time with Bartrock. Yeah, but why? But I just noticed his name. B A T R O C, the Leaper. He was in a uh, Civil War. He was the dude who Steve was fighting on the ship. They got the UFC guy to play him. In a uh, Winter Soldier. But oh, that was him. Okay. Yes. So this game. Has beat God of War Ragnarok as far as the fastest selling PlayStation Studios game. 
This game sold two and a half million copies within the first 24 hours when God of War sold five million copies in a week. So, I mean, go ahead and say 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 your word that I hate, Samir. What happened? I wasn't listening. I was reading from Botrock. I said, say your acronym that I hate for uh, Game of the Year. GOAT. Game of the Year. Goaty. Yeah. So, you think it's in the running? For Spider-Man? Yeah. No, no, it's not. Why not? It has to be. It has to be Zelda, uh, Baldur's Gate. Um, I, I, I didn't say it was. I asked you if it was in the running. I don't think it's in the running. I don't know. I think. I mean, it it's a four. It's a four. It's a four category. Four game, right? Four games. That's been nominated. I think so. I don't remember. Yeah. So we already. So a shoe in already is going to be Baldur's Gate and Zelda, right? Um, what else came out this year? Okay, answer this question. Do you? Who else do you know who has Tears of the Kingdom besides me and Carl? Tears of the King? Are you serious? Everyone had that game. I said that you know. It doesn't matter what I know. It's what I saw. It's like with the sales seat. I, I don't know everybody. I, I get that, Samir, but I also think like I know like I know like seven people that had that game. I think that game also has like a very low completion record. Doesn't matter. The sales record and the, and the cultural impact speaks volumes. Okay, I mean, like. I, I mean, freaking! I don't know. The sales records are pretty early for Spider-Man right now, but I mean, there's other. I mean, it's been a week now. I mean, we could possibly look up the uh, how many sales it has now in the first week yet, possibly. Yeah. But so yeah, let me get back to this game. So as we I don't think Bartrock should not have Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Look, I'm just saying. You're saying that he? Hang on a second. So, um, I don't think they've given an update on the current sales. So, no, I'm not seeing anything. Okay, so look at this. Okay, so yeah, it says roughly 40 hours with um, the side stuff. So, I don't know where the hell they got 25 game, uh, 25 hours from. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, bro, game is amazing. Oh, it is. Uh, I'm not gonna. It, so far, it looks amazing. Everyone keeps saying, "Which one are you doing more, web gliding or swinging?" I'm doing a combination of both because web gliding, you can't fly, so you have to hope you find these slipstreams or the uh, vent stacks on 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 roofs to get a little bit more airtime, or you have to swing and you know pivot from one to the other. But yeah. Pretty amazing game. Obviously, we all know who Venom is based off of the post-credit scenes from the first game and the second game. I can't say because Samir's like, no, 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 spoilers. I'm so into a Bartrock the Leaper thing in Spider-Man. Like, they should not right. make this guy. Right, leave it alone. We you should not be able on. to outmaneuver Spider-Man. He probably can't do it now, especially since Shang-Chi taught the man Kung, uh, Kung Fu and made his own It don't art. matter. It's like, okay, look. Unless, okay, this is just bad writing. Either Spider-Man is pulling his punches or it's Samir. bad writing. One or the other two. Samir, it's, it's yeah. called a plot device. So in order for the person to get better, they have to obviously lose once in a while. Captain America has lost to Bartrop. I'm not okay. saying. Yeah, but they're both. Those, those, the, the, the Captain America, that's a good Captain America villain because both those characters operate in peak human efficiency. Spider-Man is superhuman. That's why he's never, that's why he's not there. No, why are we acting like okay? Why are we acting like Steve Rogers is not above peak human? He is peak human. 
All right, he is. He's the fastest human can be, as strong as they can be, and in every parameter, and as flexible and as agile as they all can be in all parameters. That makes you a superhero, but it's not superhuman. That's that's that's, that's actually a really good power set, but it's not superhuman. Now, imagine if you could imagine if you were strong enough to lift a car. Okay, as a human, people can do this. Okay, you can lift up a car. All right, but you're not going to be fast while doing it. He is at the same time. Fat, I'll have to explain this to you. Same time, super strong. And fast as a human can be. That is unheard of. That is crazy. All right. That's just talking about Captain America. All right. Spider Man in all parameters is superhuman compared to him. That's what I'm saying. There's no reason why Bartok should be. Steve Rogers needs another retcon because we need to change that peak. uh, No, peak human is good. If you are the strongest a human can be on record, you cannot be as fast as a human can be on record. That's just that's physically impossible. Okay? That's not how the human body works. Samir, but we've seen Steve Rogers perform feats of strength in comics and in film. You think someone at the peak human physicality... Can hold a helicopter? Yes. Exactly. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. I'm I'm not kidding. Yes, humans can be very strong, okay? But they're not A helicopter. Yes. Yes. He can hold it there for us. Yes. He is as strong as he needs to be, as fast as he needs to be in human parameters. That is why Steve Rogers is a badass. Yes, that's why that power set is so good. That's a great power set to have. Okay? Do you know how fast Usain Bolt is? You know how fast that man is? He's no, fast. Imagine, imagine if he was also the, 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 as strong as the strongest man and running as fast as he does. You know what he could do with that inertia? Like, what if he ran into you with all that strength and speed, he would kill you. Samir, okay, Samir. The main reason why I say we need we need to retcon it is because T'Challa is obviously supposed to be faster and stronger than than. No, T'Challa's also peak human, superhuman. I just literally looked it up. <laughs> Let me see. Hang on. Also, also, Steve never beat T'Challa. Just so you know. No, but they, but but T'Challa didn't leave him in the wind when they were running in um in game either. So abilities, the power to draw upon the knowledge, strength, and experience of every imp- every previous Black Panther, superhuman strength, endurance, speed, agility, reflexes, stamina, and senses. Master of hand to hand combat and martial arts, highly proficient tactician, strategist, and inventor, genius level internet, utilizing vibranium suit and equipment. It's not peak human, my dude. It's Hang on. Superhuman. Well, uh, to be on the you, same you, level. Let's go down to the possibility and get it explained. Don't just read. Don't list the abilities. Adam actually explain it in context. Okay, powers and abilities. Okay, the title Black Panther is a rank of office. Blah 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 blah. Okay, okay. Never mind. I got to read that. Rank of office, chieftain of the Wakanda Panther clan. As chieftain, the Panther is entitled to consume a special heart shaped herb, which. To his mystical shamanic connection to the Wakandan Panther goddess, Bass grants him superhumanly acute senses, strength, speed, agility, stamina, durability, healing, and reflexes. All right. Well, yeah. I guess that's that. So then they, they then you know what? This is just bad writing in in uh, Black Panther's case. They should have had him stronger this whole time. Racist. I didn't say stronger. I Racist. said faster. I said Racist. faster. Racist. Because we've seen T'Challa catch a... Didn't he catch a car in the first Black Panther? No. Oh, he flipped the car? He might have flipped the car, but that was, I, don't think that was, I don't think that was an application of his suit and not his strength. No, I'm not talking about when he did the um, vibranium pulse. I feel like... 
I don't remember. I got to go back and watch that movie. But that's neither here nor there, man. I started talking about Spider-Man, and once again, it changes. So, I'm sorry. I'm just saying Screwball is a terrible... I'm going to bring it all the way back. Screwball is a terrible villain for Spider-Man. Make your villain match your superhero. That's all I'm saying. Terrible villain. Speaking of villains, um, some of them are dead. Which ones? Oh, yeah. The Easter egg. It off, 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 uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but I wasn't talking about Rhino. Should I go ahead and say it? The whole, the whole wall. The, there's more people. I saw there's more heads on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. You read? You how many? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. How many? Okay. So, so, um, Craven has killed Shocker, Vulture. Uh, we're gonna put an asterisk next to Rhino because he's not actually in the game. Um, who else was it? Shocker, Vulture, uh, Rhino? Uh, there was somebody else. There was somebody else who was in the last game. They almost got Felicia, but she stole the Wanda Batum and went to Paris to go uh, be with her girlfriend. She's getting uh... she, Felicia's been by for like almost fifteen years. Though. Get over. Oh, okay. Um, good for her. This is what I talk about when you when I say you be caping. I'll be. What are you talking about? I just said good for her. I'm nah, do, go off queen. The odds that was go off queen. Nah, do you nah, okay, nah, bro? Because because as soon as some gay shit go, you Leonardo DiCaprio, you pique my curiosity. Now you have my attention. I don't know what you're talking about. I just said go off king. <laughs> but anyway, guys, just just buy the game already. And once again, we got to give a congratulations to. Uh, Good old Tom Forshaw, who was the winner of my digital copy of Spider-Man 2. Uh, bro, I don't think I'm going to do another giveaway for a while because, bro, the way I know some of y'all are listening, the way all of y'all were hounding me in the DMs like, yo, man, when is this competition going down, okay? Because some of y'all got the answers wrong, got a few of the answers wrong, and I still let you participate. But uh, Tom gave me a very heartfelt story about spending time with his brother and they both were Spider-Man fans and the roulette would just happen to pick him so I'm glad you got the game but um yeah guys don't play Spider-Man 2 already and I gotta give a shout out to a Facebook friend of mine comic book artist L.A. Garza I actually mentioned it when we got the news of the deluxe edition his Arachnite suit from the Marvel Warps where Peter Parker and and Moon Knight were fused is in the game. So when I do stream this game after I beat it, I might be playing the game in that entire, the entirety, the in, game talk. I might be playing the game in its entirety in that suit outside of the symbiote stuff. See, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, not to cut you off. Um, but you still on the speedball shit. No, I'm not. I, no, I'm with Craven now. Craven is a great villain for Spider-Man. They should have made him a villain for one of the up-and-coming Spider-Man movies not a hero. Like, he's wasted as a hero. This is this is going to be a terrible movie, and he could have been a, a great villain for Spider-Man on the, screen, on the big screen. Like, this dude is a badass, and they, they, they're going to screw him up and, and make him a freaking anti-hero poster boy. It's just not going to be good. I'm like, I'm already, this movie's going to suck. Samir, it's Sony's Spider-Man universe. Do we really have to talk about Morbius again? We don't have to talk more of this again. I'm just, I'm now, I'm just lamenting uh, the the waste of of Craven the Hunter. He's so, such a good character. 
Yeah, but hey, man. And not just powers and abilities, just the, the overall the overall motivation. He's simple yet complex. That's just the making. Just a good character. So much you can do with that. And they they screw him up by let's make him a, a hero because we don't have anyone to to, to use in the Spider Man. Like just, just give it back to Marvel, man. Sony, just give it up. Give it the ghost. No one likes you. Go home. That's not true because apparently Venom made a crap ton of money. I don't know who saw that movie. That movie's trash. Both of I mean, them. I, I went like on a five dollar Tuesday. So movie's terrible. God right. dang Venom. Samir, you got any more news, or can I just get into this TV news and then we can let's, get into our let's, reviews? Let's uh, do the reviews. Yeah, let's do the reviews. Okay, well, let me get this little TV news off real quick because Daredevil Born Again has got a new creative team. So one of the writers from The Punisher, Dario Scarterpane, will be the showrunner of the series, and Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead from Moon Knight will be joining as directors. So kind of want to see what they do with that. The CW, once again, is still burning down. So uh-huh. Superman and Lois in home, uh, All-American Homecoming have decided to trim the writer's room due to the budget cuts of, you know, the network from the production of, uh, from I mean, from the purchase of Next Star. So it's bad enough there to cut the cast in half and trim it down from 15 episodes to 10. So now who knows what's going to happen at this point. So we're probably going to have less Superman CG stuff. So that probably means that, you know, it's just going to be about Lois and Clark and the boys on the farm. Um, I mean, the Blantyverse is pretty much dead. There's no other shows left. Why would you continue on? This isn't part of the Blantyverse. It's a standalone series. Yes, it's produced by Greg Berlanti, but it's an alternate Earth. I mean, I, I guess. I don't know why it matters, so. All right. So. What do you want to get into our review of first? You want to do Doctor Who? Loki, Let's knock out or... Doctor Who because okay. I'm Maybe drained just... from watching this show. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, yes. Well, since we're talking about that, we actually have the release date for the specials because I know Samir just wants to watch those and be done with it. So the Doctor and Donna will be returning for the three specials as we've talked about before multiple times. So... Special number one, the Star Beast, uh, very sad day for me, will be airing on November 25th. Uh, Wild Blue Yonder will be airing on December 2nd. And The Giggle, which features Neil Patrick Harris as, a, I believe, the toy maker. I can't remember his name. He's an old Doctor Who villain. That one will be airing on December 6th. So let's get into the 2007 Christmas special. What was it? Voyage of the Damned? Mm. Wait. Yeah, Voyage of the Dam. So, Samir. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this one with the Titanic in space? I mean, and Kylie McNoe as a companion. Well, a possible companion until unfortunately she died. Yeah, I mean, it was better than the, than the previously. It's, it's better than the following two episodes that we had, in my opinion. Um, so you didn't like the three parter with Martha the the Series three finale? No, I mean that was fine, but that was the end of Martha getting dishragged by the doctor. Like Bro. He, he didn't love her. I mean he didn't have to love her. He could have respected her. He did respect her. Bro, he left the fate of the world in her hands. Sure. If that's not a level of respect, then I don't know what no, he, he, he definitely thinks highly of her. I just don't know if he respected her. So, uh 
He, like, he respected her. I don't know who showed her respect. He had a funny way of showing it. That's what I'm saying. He respected her. He had a funny way of showing it. There you go. The, That's the, what I always the doc, say. That. The doctor is very weird around the humans. He yeah, I know. That's why you need to get his ass off Earth. Go to some other planet. I'm tired of Earth. Okay? I'm tired of it. You got you got, you got the ability to go through all the time and space and you stay on Earth. I'm tired of it. Well, look, man. This episode took place in all of space and all of five minutes on Earth. So, very sad episode, man. I, yeah, I, it, it, it was pretty. pretty it's rough. like, man, I remember when I watched this episode because uh, somebody let me borrow their DVD box sets. And I really thought, oh, you know, is, we're going to get Cammy as a, as a companion in the next season? Nope, Asher died. I mean, yeah, she died a hero. Man, I felt bad for everybody who died. You know who I felt the worst for? Morvin. Yeah. Morvin, man. His death just like came like out of right field. They was all getting ready to, to cross the beam and just go. I had to watch that again because I was looking down at my phone. I was like, wait. Oh, damn. Morvin died. Yeah, and then the wife. Oh, yeah, boy, his wife was, was just hysterical, man. She's oh, like, yeah, no, bring him back. Out. Yeah, she went out. That was. I that mean, was she rough. saved a bunch of people. Her banana, yeah. um, banana falaka, falada, the the little mini cyborg dude. He hit an EMP and just basically drained his battery. The one guy who needed to die, man. I really wanted Rickston Slade to die. There's that, always that, that rich pompous asshole, man. I wanted him to go with the quickness. The only good thing he did was ask the doctor, "Who the hell are you?" And David Tennant dropped my favorite bar that the doctors ever dropped. That everyone from Matt Smith to Jody Whitaker more or less tries to rip off and steal. I'm a doctor. I'm a time lord. I'm from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Castaveras. I'm 903 years old and I'm going to save your lives and the lives of the 6 billion people below. You got a problem with that? No. Well, all right then. LLZ! I mean. Yeah, that was a good line. I just feel like it, it, the line doesn't belie the situation. Hey man, when the doctor when the doctor goes in, the doctor goes in. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, the work. Yeah, the quote unquote world is burning down around them. But yo man, and I'm actually glad that um, old boy who was pretending to know everything about Earth. He kind of got his happy ending by, you know, not knowing how the currency exchange goes, and he made himself a millionaire <laughs> accidentally. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I just got 50 credits. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's like 5 million pounds, dude. <laughs> and, yeah, man, when, when, when he tried to bring Asher back, but that was, was too damaged, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, God. <sighs> but, hey, man, you did get to see a good side of the doctor when he was uh, chilling with Morvin and Foon and all them rich, pompous assholes was laughing at them and he used the Sonic to make the uh, corkscrew go off and splash him out with the champagne. Yes, that was a nice scene. Yes, I'm like, I'm like, like moments like that are why I like the doctor as a, as a whole. But, uh very sad episode, and we did get to see a uh, 
a, another pivotal person who later becomes a pivotal part in the pre in the in this current season that we're getting ready to watch. So we got to see Donna's grandfather without knowing that was Don, Donna's grandfather. You seem confused. No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. to the late Bernard Cribbins. But all right, so see series four, episode one, partners in crime. Donna's first episode back. So apparently we see that Donna's been trying to find the doctor this whole time for a year and a half since Christmas of 2006 when she was supposed to get married to that poor, that bastard Lance who was drugging her this whole time so she could be eaten by a giant scorpion alien. I am just, I mean, after coming off of Martha, I, I'm just not feeling Donna. I, I'm Bro, sorry, you right? only watched two episodes. What are you talking about? <sighs> I'm not feeling that. Like, so, so, so you didn't like this episode at all, Donna? Like, kind of getting her little mini Lois Lane on, and you know, going into the Adipose company, and you know, getting no, no, the, that that was a thing, yeah. And, and their whole little interaction where you know, uh, the crazy uh, nanny lady is interrogating the reporter and Martha's out uh Martha's outside the lady's office and Donna's outside the office and they're talking and nobody can hear. The lady's like, are y'all done? <laughs> yes, that I mean I mean yeah, that was that was good. The, her chemistry with the doctor is okay. I'm just I personally Bro, it's, 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 I, I know you like Martha more. You like the chocolate. Look, okay? You like the unre- you like but you hate the unrequited love of Martha and the doctor. Okay? I, I grew to hate it. I grew to hate it. <laughs> I know. That's why I said you liked it, but you hated it. Because you liked Martha, but you didn't like how the doctor treated her. See, Donna is someone who calls the doctor out on his shit. Like, when he said, I just want a mate. She's like, you ain't mate with me, Space Mike. No, I don't want two mate. I want a mate. So, because we've seen the doctor without a companion in the Christmas special way. He was, and he was just going to let the Rancos cross burn. And, um... Yo, we saw Rose. It's like, yo, what the hell is that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> and she just faded away. <laughs> like, what is that? Is that an echo? Is that a remnant? I, I What's going I don't on? Know what that means? <laughs> it's, it's like, what? What the fuck was that? <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, Donna packed up her mom's car with like luggage for every season. Like, had five suitcases and said, "Let's go." <laughs> And so that leads us into the next episode, The Fires of Pompeii, where, Samir, you probably didn't catch it, but we got a future doctor and a future companion I, I saw, in this episode. I saw him. He's right freaking there. No, no, I, no, Samir, I said two people. I said a future doctor and a future companion. I didn't see the future companion. I just saw the doctor. All right. So you remember the soothsayer that was following them around? Yeah. That was Karen Gillen. Oh, okay. Well, she had face nice <laughs> paint on. Bro, you've seen her with blue face paint on. She yeah. still looks the same. The only difference is she ain't got all black pupils. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and I have my my gripe here uh, again. Um, all the time is first. I know you go, to, you go to ancient Rome. Okay, I'm like sure. This setting isn't even that interesting to me. It's ancient Rome. I, I guess I'm tired of her. I literally this series. Is 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 really not enough? I I, I can't get excited about anything this, this show does. Samir, yeah. this episode served as a plot device as far as explaining fixed points in time. Okay, so 
So he caused Pompeii. Right. He couldn't. He could only ever cause Pompeii. I get it. So for them to explain fixed points in time this way, which they already did because of the whole thing with Rose's dad, we need to go no. back and do that again. Samir, he literally gave a logical explanation of how he knows what is a fixed point, what he can change. Remember, he said he sees all of time, so he knows what he can change. He knows what he can't change. Yeah, it's the reason why he saved Cassilius and his family because they are actually real people who are in um what is it called? I looked it up earlier in um the Cambridge Latin course textbooks. So those are actual people in history. So yeah, it's great. the reason why yeah. he only saved them. Look, look, that's that's all well good with the history lesson. I'm just tired of Earth. Like, can we get some other planets? Like, are there any other planets in the season? I don't think so. It's all it's like that's what I'm saying. You got the entirety of the universe, and you only got you only concerned with Earth. That, I, okay, I, mean, no, I get why. No, 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 no. no. Uh, next episode actually takes place on another planet. Uh, uh, the episode after that is back on Earth, but Martha's coming back. The episode oh, after that, that'd be fun. Uh, that's on Earth. Uh, that's with Donna's uh, grandfather. After that, we're back on. Uh, we're on another planet. So yeah, we, we we go on different planets. So look at that. I had to spoil some stuff for myself. But uh, all right. So like like I said, I'm. I'm it's just the series. We're, we're we're leaving Earth. We're leaving Earth. Okay. We're leaving Earth. Yeah, okay. It would be more exciting if they did that more often. I'm just saying they they can have more variety in the settings. The settings are kind of boring. That's all I'm saying. Look, man, like I said, we, we leave Earth. We leave Earth sometimes. Sometimes also, you have this character who who is who has a staggering intellect and and just almost limitless resources with his you know uh, with his high technology police box. Why does he have any other weapons besides the sonic screwdriver? Because the Doctor isn't a person of violence. He's not the master. He's not going to make a fucking machine I'm that sorry. you up five yeah, hundred years. Do we not watch Eccleston torture that Dalek? That's not violent? We didn't watch Eccleston torture. Tor- tor- what are you talking about? Eccleston didn't he torture tortured that Dalek. Dalek. He tortured that he, Dalek. No, no, he didn't. What are you talking about? He didn't torture that Dalek. Uh, Van Stratton tortured that Dalek. I don't know. It seemed like, it seemed like Eccleston tortured. No, you're right. He laughed at the torture of the Dalek. Same yes, way. because once again he was fresh off war, and he was like, "Ha ha, motherfucker! Guess what? We the last." Okay, left. and then also Tennant's first act as a doctor was to get into a sword fight. Yeah, he wasn't gonna kill the dude. I mean, it's, those swords were sharp, <laughs> and he lost a hand. I'm just saying, maybe he can implement some type of stun gun or rubber bullets, something non-lethal, but Samir, Samir, Samir. He's the doctor, not Doctor Giggles. Okay. He's not a killer. Look, he's Tupac. He ain't a killer, but don't push him, okay? Because don't forget, he did kill that dude who chopped off his hand because he was coming at him. Yeah, he did. But he, I guess. He didn't want to kill the rest of the slavers, though. No. He's like, no, I'm y'all king now. Y'all leave and don't cause no other troubles. Or I'm coming for all y'all. And then Harriet Jones and all her almighty, you know, queen, uh, prime minister authority called She George was the up. prime minister. And they were slavers. F slavers. Alright? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> Samir, man, people were licking their ashes. What did you call it? It's snow. Hey, there we go. The slavers are dead. 
The slavers are dead. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but you don't know what the alien DNA is going to do to them. That could rewrite everybody's DNA in the UK, and next thing you know, they them slavers. <laughs> but all right. So what do you get into next? Uh, uh, Jim D. Uh, uh, yeah, I got a lot about Loki. Yeah, this is a, this is the pin open. This is the pin ultimate episode of Marie and yes. Jordan. Let's do it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. They have one Stop fucking what? moment. They have they one had, fucking moment. They had, there was a great moment in this episode. They had one moment outside. That's it. It was good. It was good. Also, Marie touched on how Jordan tends to ship to mail to make a point, and she she called them she called them out on that. That was good. Yeah, see, they're, they're already at the moment. They, they, they looked all googly out at each other. It was so sweet. Well, anyway, so. Oh, yeah, Sam got radicalized. Great. <laughs> yeah. As I was about also, to say. Also, poor Kate. I, this, I, I mean, look, I, I know no, she's going to be tripping balls. Poor Kate. Kate yeah. just went for Anakin Skywalker. What are you talking she, about? She. She was a villain. She was she was she was taking advantage of a villain. She was groomed and and, and basically lied to and manipulated. That does a lot to your psyche. I'm, I mean, I'm just Samir, saying. She read yeah. the lady's mind and saw that she was telling the truth about everything she was saying to her at that moment. Yeah. And she was like, she was there. She was like, nah, you still gotta die. And then she, she tortured still Marie. had to die. Yes, and she then still she had still, to go. And then she tortured Marie and made her relive. Her mom died. She, it, that was that was that was no. not okay. Look, look, look. I'm not excusing that was what? What you? No, I was not you about to excuse it. So what you about to say? Because because what? Excusing it. Shetty needs to go. She needed to Samara. go. She sucked. Samara, I got a quick question. Is your VPN yes. on? No. Because your uploads are taking forever. You're at fifty percent. While I'm at ninety nine. Oh yes, but I can't disconnect it now. So it's I know, motherfucker. Right, if I just so can't, I'll lose. I'll, yeah, I know. So you're gonna have to stay on for for a good minute after this guy. I know, but no wonder your computer, no wonder your video kept going out. Probably, yeah. This, yeah. Hey, that's like like three times. we should get a sponsorship for NordVPN. All right, uh, what are I you use saying? Firefox oh, yeah. VPN. Not not good enough. They they have logs. You want you want them to dump the logs after you're done. Every time you log Firefox, out of the VPN, you want them to dump the logs. Firefox dumps the logs. Do they? I don't think so. There's very few VPN companies that dump logs. They, they do. They do. They they actually give you a uh, a notes uh, update note. They give you whatever they're updating, and they also go over the details of the previous notes of whatever the last software update was. That's neither here nor there. So let's get back to Gen V. All right. Yeah, so Shetty, Gen v. Shetty, Shetty needed to go. She sucked. What is your? Bro, like, Shetty, why she, why Shetty she, was Shetty was going to go. But yo, Dr. Cardona had to go. We got a little yes. bit more depth and we got a little he bit more depth in, We got a little bit more depth into uh Victoria Nunes powers cuz all this time we thought she just exploded heads, but no, she got the same power set as Marie. And no, she burst all the blood vessels in your head. Yeah, I mean, we didn't know what that was. We just thought she just had the ability to make heads explode. And we got a little bit more detail into her backstory about how she was in Red River. We just knew she was adopted by Stan Edgar. I mean, uh, we got to figure out what the hell's going on with Polarity because he just almost killed everybody in that ambulance. Oh, that was a harrowing scene. That that sucked. That that poor that poor EMT. <laughs> Yo, she got her ass kicked in there. Yeah, and sliced in the face. Yeah, she got uh, her arm broke. Her, her, her ear pierced. Yeah, that's well. Sucked. Well, what? So she must have had a metal arm. Um, 
a metal pin on her arm or something. Because remember, he can only control metal. No, the fire extinguisher hit her in the arm. Oh, because at, at, at I, such I, force that it snapped her, it snapped her. Um, okay, radius, I didn't see the fire. I, 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 I forgot what his bone was. Nigga, just say forearm. Damn, always trying to be medical, like you, Doctor Quinn in this bitch. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't. Um, excuse me, I'm more of a Sully. Sully, who the fuck is Sully? The pilot? No, the the um, her love interest on Doctor Quinn. Nigga, I didn't watch that show. I watched me some Dr. Quinn back in the day. You like, ooh, redhead ginger. I'm in. <laughs> but um Yeah, man. So uh Yo, we never talked about Maverick being transparent son. Uh the RA? Uh, the RA. Yeah. That's transparent son. I mean, oh, translucent. Dude, is it translucent or transparent? The guy from season one? Yes, that's his son. Can he turn it on and off? I mean, I don't. I think they said he could, but he just chooses to walk around naked and fuck goats, apparently. Forgot well, that was a thing. She's, she's a well, llama. llama. She's a llama. Yeah, a llama. And she's a person in there, so it's fine. Uh, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna judge anyone. King Are shame. You're not gonna king shame. I don't know if it's a king. She she's a person in that llama. Who? She, I'm assuming. I'm assuming she can transform back. I mean, we've never seen her as a human, but she can transform back. She is a person, and she has personality. He he know he knows her. So why 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 I gotta be weird that she wanna have if you wanna have a relationship with her? Look, man. Look, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is it weird if Belle bangs the beast before he transforms back to a human? Yes. Like, she fell in love with him, but she fell in love yes. with him before before he turned back to a human. That was the whole point. He has to yes. make her fall in love. Yeah, so yes. what if they did the deed before he before yes. he turned back? Yes, yes. Why, why is it weird? weird? They love each that's, other. Bro, that's why they never showed Ron Perlman and old girl getting on in the Beauty and the Beast TV show. All right, listen. The reason why bestiality is wrong is because the other party can't consent. That is the only reason why. Okay, if the other party can't no, consent, no, 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 I'm gonna stop. No, right there. Stop. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. No, shut up before you say something that's that's red flag. Get us. What are you talking about? I just say, what, what are you talking about? Getting, I said consent. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Shut up before you get this episode removed from YouTube before it even gets published. <laughs> all I'm saying is, um, right. the the llama person, good, good to go. Ethically, you're fine. Morally, you're fine. Good to go. We know she owns some Cosmo shit. She could really just be a telepathic llama. But, um... I mean, again, as long as they can consent, it's fine. First of all, it ain't that kind of party, yeah, right? Oh, fuck, a goat. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> what? You got a problem with that? No, what's your rebuttal? What's your, what's your just, counterpoint I to that? I ain't got no rebuttal. I'm going to just shut up on it. So Why are you shut up on it? Because <laughs> I would like to continue. We're an hour and 40 minutes in, basically. All right, well, so, anyways... This episode, Shetty, Shetty's dead. Kate good. has lost her shit. Yeah, poor Kate. She has decided to traumatize Marie. All right, again, Marie is already. They're all traumatized. They're already all traumatized. Samira. Like most, yeah. How is Andre traumatized? You mean his daddy issues? I mean that's not being. That's not trauma. That's yeah. just 
All right, well, maybe he's not exactly traumatized, but she needed to go. And quite frankly, Marie was going to get traumatized. I, I, I want her to not be she, traumatized. And but once again, was, she, she was going to save again, her. Shed, she was going to save. She was going to save her. Yo, yo, Shetty told her what to do. She said, "Make me forget everything." And she was like, "Nah, nah that ain't good enough. You got it isn't good enough. Kids. It isn't good enough. Did those it's kids? Time. Did those kids deserve to die that slow in that cell? She infected those kids with that virus. What? Hey, I'm sorry. Yo, no, no. You know who the whole? You know who the main villain is in all this, right? Who? Homelander. Oh, well, f him too. He need to go. He need to hurry up and go get on trial. But look, just because just because your kid and your husband get get murked on a plane, which is Samir. terrible, Samir. doesn't Samir. give you the right to want to cause genocide. Samir, yeah, we've had this conversation before. You can't tell someone how to react to something. Look, <laughs> yes, it's still I'm wrong. Not... But once again, you slap me. I mean, I slap you and you shoot me. Who am I to say why did you shoot me? Look. No one slapped her. Homeland shot slapped her. She trying to murk everybody else. That's that's the equivalent. Okay, the lady. That, in fact, in. I forgot. I forgot. Lady, I forgot lady's name. But she was like, "Yo, that's genocide. You can't do that." I know, but once again, I'm not justifying what she's doing. What she was trying to do, but I'm still saying you can't tell someone how to react. I'm not saying how. I'm not telling her. I mean. The way she reacted was morally wrong. Is what I'm saying. Once again, okay? I never said I, we're not talking about her morals. We're talking about you know, right. And again, you can't tell. I'm gonna use your own logic. You can't. Kate was tired of being manipulated. She was tired of the BS. Uh, Shetty was doing it way too long. She needed to go. All right. Yes, I did it, and I hope they burn in hell. All right, Vesco Cordova. Fuck that guy. Oh, was, I don't beat. know. I didn't. I was just a puppet. Boo hoo hoo. Let me kill him. He those was kids. a puppet. He was so, a puppet. So, 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 he sucks. So, if he went to Vought, do you not think that Ashlyn, is it Ashley or Ashlyn? Ashley, right? Girl who's always pulling so, her hair. Yeah. Ashley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't no, think, you don't he think would have ended up in the unmarked cell. He would end up in the exactly. unmarked cell. No, no, no. What? Yeah, exactly. So, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I'm sorry, Stick with the devil, devil you know. That was a, I'm sorry, but the devil you know was killing kids. And, and Samir, what was the better way? He gave it over to someone who he thought he could trust, and two seconds you know later, his hair got blown up. Because he already did too much by that point. He already, he already murdered all, too many kids. Yeah, but all he did was make it and get and get drunk. And guess what? That virus is still going to get airborne somehow because everything that happens in oh, this... Oh, no, he ha- it's not airborne yet. No, I said somehow. Because Eric Kripke said... Ramifications of this show will translate over to season four of the boys. I mean, so that virus than, is going to get out somehow. Hopefully not, but yeah, it's, it's it, it, oh god, I hope I, I really wish he would have burned all the evidence, but yeah, he did. He, he gave it up. Yeah. All right. So now let's get into season two, episode four of Loki. Yeah, or as, I mean, or as Samir would call it, Loki and Sylvie. How many more episodes? They Two. have so the, the the chemistry they have has see, plummeted. See, 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 see. compared to Maria Jordan, bro, bro. So two people who got along and came at wit's end against each other. You just expect them to just kiss and make up in this season, as opposed to two no, people who are opposing forces that. and decided but to I'm kiss like, and get together. So it's like my my dude, 
And yo, I called it. I called it in episode one. I told you this season was going to be a big ball of wibbly wobbly, tiny wimey stuff. As soon as Loki got pruned in the first episode, I said, I bet you he did it to himself. And he did. Yes, he did. Um, I don't know where they're going to go with this show and how they're going to fix what happened. And, and I don't also, know if Ron is dead, but she needs to die. She needs she to need die. To her, her, she needs to die. Her beautiful ass needs to die. I'm sorry. Samir always loving the crazy uh, pretty women. Yeah, Miss Minutes. She had to go too. She had to go. Miss Minutes sucked. That lady sucked. But I wish she would have got her body. But bro, and once again, like I said, wibbly wimey, timey wimey stuff. I saw this happening with the last episode. Victor Tomley's inventions all came from the TVA book that was written by Ouroboros, which was inspired by the inventions, the inventions that Victor Tomley made. I'm but you signed my handbook only if you signed mine. Yeah, it's cyclical. What do you mean? It's the same way John Connor sent Kyle Reese back in time to save his mother, and John and Kyle Reese fucked his mother, and now he saved that his daddy. That makes more sense. Then Orboros needing the 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 they mentioned the Victor Timely to make the to make the book for Victor Timely to take the book and learn from it to make the inventions. Because where's the where's the beginning point? The beginning point in Tamir makes Samir, Samir. They literally said it. It's an Orboros. It's a snake eating his own tail. It just goes around. That. There is right, no start point. The start point did, was made, but no did, one knows when it started. When did Ob? When did Ob get the book? That's what's confusing me. We know when Victor got the book. When did Ob get the book? I don't know. Whenever the TVA was made, and Victor Tommy has to get. That's. The, I don't know. So okay, you know what? Pause. It'll make more sense in the next episode. I think it'll. They'll give more information to that. They'll lose more I don't think so. That point. I, <laughs> I think don't they think will. Because so, at this point, it doesn't make it doesn't nah. make all the sense. It only makes all the sense, dude. Dude, there, there's no point to it. You know why? Because Victor Tomlin's dead, and we got the multiverse and it's full blossom, bro. They failed. Like when he went out there, <laughs> bro. When he took two steps out there, I thought something was going to happen. I thought he's gonna be like, nah, I can't do it, bro. He took one step out that door, it does. Got turned into spaghetti like Orboros. I don't think that's I'll, the end of him. I bro, think something's gonna happen, bro. I what, what, like, that's, what if that's the uh, what if that's the uh, the fixed point in like existence where Kang is created? Like this maybe. is always come from the, like because maybe in the MCU he doesn't come from the future. He comes from the past. No, I mean there is a victory. So this is the thing I hate about variants, and now Marvel is doing this introduction to variants. So Kang has has been the only person who has never had a variant. Kang has just lived through different various points of time. So Kang, the Conqueror, aka Nathaniel Richards, aka Reed Richards' great 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 times ten grandson, is Victor Timely. He is Immortus. He is the Conqueror. He is Ramatut. He is all those people. They are not variants. The only reason why they're called variants in the in in, in the Marvel comics is because they're him from different as point, different aspects of his life through different periods of time. <clears throat> so when you when 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 you introduce this multiverse and this different multiverse of Kings, as we saw at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, then it gets a little bit tricky. So like 
do they all become the conqueror? Are some good? Are some evil? Like, what's the deal? Because, like, Victor seems like he didn't want nothing to do with this. He was just a man who was out here scamming people in Chicago. And I'm glad that there was a little bit of racism when they called him boy. Because what I really wanted in that last oh, episode yeah. was, because all I wanted was, get off the stage, nigga. <laughs> but it's oh, Disney. Yeah, they ain't yeah, going to do was, that. <laughs> yeah, that was good, though. I'm glad they, they just touched on it. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, I think he's gone. And I'm glad he decided to get a spine when Miss Minutes decided to, you know, to say her final words before she got reset. You will never be him. Well, guess what? You did. Yeah, F Miss Minutes. Your time is up. So, um, yeah, uh, Doc's and her crew. They got put in the cube, man. Oh, yeah. Rapona, like, what is your deal? Like, yeah, they said no, and then you kill them all? Like, yo. Also, so she's dead, dead. Like she got, she got pruned. Like she's gone. She can come back, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if pruning still works the way it did in season one, like where you end up in like in that hellscape or whatever. So if she does come back, Sylvie, Sylvie should have killed her instead of kicking her to the end of time. That's what I want. Yeah. No, so like if she does come back, Sylvie needs to say something like, "I should have killed you the first time around," and just you know. Go in. Hopefully, Miss Menace don't come back with no AI body on some Ultron shit. And we didn't talk about how she wanted to fuck uh, Victor Timely last week either. Bro, you don't recall that? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, her voice is hot. This This is what I mean when I say you got a problem, bro. What you mean? She's not real. <laughs> she was an AI. They didn't have a body. Listen, listen, that's discrimination. I'm not doing this shit with you, okay? I read a whole Iron Man arc about AI discrimination, okay? I'm not doing this, okay? So, 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 um. No, I'm not doing this with you. All right, so, um. I was really hoping that there was a post credit scene after this, but. There was nothing. nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> I was like, it, are they in game with us right now? And they did. So, yeah, I mean, um, I ain't really got no more talking. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I might have to watch it again. But I think it's time to call it a wrap. Don't you agree with me, Samir? Uh, yes. Yeah, guys. So, this is Bernard, a.k.a. the Scarlet Spider. And this is Samir, the King in Black. And that was another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Uh, Jenna's next on same blur channel, same blur network. Yeah, where unfortunately, because Samir wants to shit on this movie, we're going to review Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, uh, just give our two pieces, uh, and also you know touch on how it's similar to the game and how it's not, and where it went wrong or where it did. Or I mean, right? Did with. you play the game? Because I know nothing of the game or the lore, none of that. Just look up. Just look up a quick video. Oh, wait. We didn't do our review of The Crow. Oh, shoot. Pause, everybody. Yeah, let's get that. <laughs> yeah, well, rewind. So, <laughs> The Crow. This movie was released in 1994. Mm, and starring. it stars Brandon Lee in his um, last final film. film. Yeah, unfortunately. Also stars uh, By Ling. 
and Michael Wincott, who we last saw in a movie that Samir did not remember him from. Nope. And Ernie Hudson. He was the camera guy. Uh, I told you that when we saw it. I said he was top dollar in the crow. Oh, also, um, hang on, hang on, pause. Uh, the guy from Blank Man was in this. Uh, uh, the villain from Blank Man was in this is the, the the pawn shop owner. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot his name, but he 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 passed away a few years ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, John Polito. Yeah, John Polito. Yeah. Oh, he died in 2016. Yeah. Oh, he was also in The Rocketeer. And The Big Lebowski. Oh, been around. Yeah. Yeah, say goodbye to other guy. I remember him now. <laughs> he was good. Honestly, he was good in this, too. Yeah, I mean, he was good in everything. And this movie was actually directed by Alex Proyas, who also directed a very popular Will Smith movie known as iRobot. Hmm. I'm, 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 uh, he also directed Dark City. I don't know how I feel about Dark City. Dark City. Is oh, great. he died kind of young, sixty-five. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it. So Samira has some notes. I really can't think of anything negative to say about this movie besides Detroit was very dark. It was really dark. Um, the the I lighting, get it. it's, I the get lighting it and the editing in this movie is jarring. I mean, I don't have an issue with the editing. I get it. They had to edit some things due to Brandon Lee's passing. Yeah, but but, but but I get the dark aesthetic because that's literally how the original comic is. No, no, it could be at night. Just let us see everything. I mean, it's the truth. Right, okay, a movie, okay, there's tons of movies, uh, there's tons of things that, like, for instance, the Underworld series, specifically the first one. The first Underworld is completely at night at all times, and you see everything. That was also like 15 years later. Yeah, it is. So uh, maybe it's not a part of it. Maybe it's a bad and it's not an ad- and it's not an adaptation of anything. Right, what's that do it? I guess this guy was trying to stay true as much as possible to the source material. Is the crow always raining? Uh, this literally takes place over the course of two days, so I don't know. It could have been rainy season. It does. Okay, the, 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 what surprised me was, yeah, the chronological order of this movie... Uh, of the of the timeline of this movie is very short. Yeah, it's literally two days. He comes back from the dead, kills two of the guys. No, he killed three of the guys in one night. Comes back. I think he uh, did. Yeah, yeah. He killed. He killed Tin Tin. No, no. I'm sorry. He killed two. He killed two and two. So he killed Tin Tin and Fun Boy in night one. He had his moment with Sarah when the sun came up. You know, because it can't rain all the time. Then he killed T Bird and Skank in Top Dollar. All right. So, bro, I forgot how much I love this movie. Like, this like movie the, does hit. It, it still hits, bro. This movie hits me in the feels like, like when a few, like a few of the scenes, like my favorite scenes in this movie, is when he kills Fun Boy. Like when he goes to see his Fun Boy and him and uh, Sarah's mom Darla are getting high on morphine, and you know he scares him with the guitar. I mean, he's like, you know, go ahead and shoot. Fun boy, you got me dead bang and puts his hand over the gun and he just plays it off. I really wish like um animation was a little bit better because you could tell that was a prosthetic hand. 
Still, that was a good scene. Here, fun boy. Professional help. Ah! 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 He shots! Ah! Ah! He scores! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ. Stop me if you heard this one. Jesus Christ walks into a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> he hands the innkeeper three nails and he asks, Don't you ever fucking die? You put me up for the night? Does that hurt? and hearts of all children. Do you understand? Morphine is bad for you. Your daughter is out there on the streets waiting for you.
good scene. Yes. In fact, a lot of a lot of this uh Bex did a good job of showing his abilities through application. So yeah. a lot of the rooftop scenes, I thought at no. first they were kind of janky and, and, and very nineties, but then the the uh speed in which they kind of filmed them and the angles they shot and a couple yeah. of the jumping scenes, not pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So Jesus Christ walks into a bar. Bah! Ow. Hands the innkeeper three nails. He says, don't you ever fucking die? Well, you put me up for the night. And <laughs> made that man shoot himself in the leg. And then, you know, went to the bathroom, threw him in the tub to cool him off. Drained the morphine out of Dollar's wrist. Freaked her out and told her, go be a mother. Heffa. <laughs> yes. And then her daughter proceeded to run into the night and just do all kinds of stuff she shouldn't be doing. I mean, she ain't got no parents at home. Well, her parent was home at that point. After that part, when she made her daughter the eggs, and they started, they started talking, and she said, "Mom," like that was some, that was the moment oh, yeah. that okay. uh, Sarah yeah, yeah, was yeah. going to actually connect with her mom. But they still yeah. just proceeded to run out at night and get in trouble. She went to Eric's and Sarah's—I mean, not Sarah. Um, what the hell was Shelly's grave? She got abducted yeah. by by Candyman. What are you talking about? Yes, that was Tony Todd. <laughs> yes, that was Tony Todd, aka Grunge. <laughs> but so yeah, I mean the the death of Fun Boy is one of my favorite scenes, and the death of T Bird, like like not not when he abducts T Bird. Well, the part where he abducts T Bird and makes him drive and skank skank is like the comedy relief of this entire movie. Like, bro, when T Bird got kidnapped, he like T Bird, and he got hit by the car. <laughs> Smokes and road beers, be quick. Come on. supposed to be, man. I'm your passenger. Drive. All oh, this happy horse shit. You stupid ass hair! You hit my car! What do you want, man? Money? Drugs? I got it. I can use you. You did 1010. This is business, right? Faster. You got that cream stuff? I hate this. I can't even call it cream legally. What in the crap? Oh, look. Making us popular when they flash us like that. They ain't friends. 
You mean that place downtown? Yeah, I remember her. We needed to put some fear into that little lady. She wasn't going along with our tenant relocation program. Her idiot boyfriend shows up and turns a simple sweep and clear into a total clusterfuck. Who gives a shit? It's ancient history. Why? What do you want? What is it? What? Speak to me. Speak. Did you send us these complaints? Come here. Abashed, the devil stood. Does it get you sweaty? I know you. I know you. I knew I knew you. I knew I knew you. But you ain't you. You can't be you. We put you through the window. There ain't no coming back. This is the really real world. There ain't no coming back. We killed your dad. There ain't no coming back. Get burnt. That one cop got burnt by the coffee. Skank get all excited. 
T-Bird, I got you, man. Gets T-boned by the cop car. It hobbles his way all the way to the dock. But that part where, bro, where T-Bird is talking about, yeah, uh, she didn't get along with our tenant relocation program. What is it you want from me? Speak, speak. And they do that slow pan of like his face. Yeah, okay, so it, here's the issue with this movie has. Oh, I, 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 just, I just remember something. No, let me get this part yeah. off because this, this is like my favorite part. And T-Bird's like, I know you. I knew I knew you, but... But nah, you ain't you. I know you. You ain't you. Nah, we put you through the window. There ain't no coming back. This is the really real world. Bro, that is my favorite part of the movie. Like, I can rewatch that scene like a hundred times. Then he starts quoting, um, because I don't know if that was the Bible. It might have just been like a gothic book. I don't remember. But bro... But the Raven rapping, rapping at my door. No, no, that was with Funboy. Where he said, "Was yeah. that also the Raven?" Um, he stared into the darkness, and she realized, uh, "I can't remember what it was." I know the Raven. Suddenly, I heard a, t- a, a tapping, as if someone, someone were gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. But, um, bro, I love this movie. This is my. It. This is in my list of top ten comic book adaptations. But what were you about to say? Uh, this movie has really wonky motivations for its villains. They're goons for hire. What are you talking about? No, not the goons. The main guy. So, let me see. He orders the... So, Shelly was trying to overturn the tenant removal. Okay. Yes. He, he wanted the tenants out of the building because... Maybe he was a real estate tycoon? No, he... But also... The burning of the city because gentrification. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, exactly. I it's like I get, I get that anarchy and the chaos is what he wants, but you also live in a nice house, a nice, nice loft. You got people doing what you say. You wear nice clothes. You got good. You got really expensive drugs. You know, you 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 bang models on the regular, or at least attractive women, or call girls, or whatever, on the regular. You know, and his then his and his stepsister. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, I don't know what the, they had a very close relationship. So, no, that's his, his half sister. No, I know. They were, they were, they were, they were related. Blood, they're, they're brothers, sister. Yes, I get that. They had a very close relationship. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's, it's giving ultimate Marvel. Look, the point is, his, his motivations were shitty. All right. They did not do any writing to his motivation whatsoever. None whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, bro, he was, he, he just wanted to watch the world burn. That's all I, I get that, but you, you, I just don't. I feel like, like that. Kind of, I, I get it, but you also got to remember, man. Movies were short, man, so it's kind of hard to like flesh out the villain, bro. This movie isn't a hundred and two minutes long, so that's what an hour and forty-two minutes. Yeah, yeah. So not quite up there with the MCU, <laughs> uh, but overall, I still like the movie. It still hits. It's still. You know, speak to a younger Samir from back in the day. It's just uh <laughs> Bro, can we talk about like the 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 soundtrack, bro? Cause this soundtrack Fire. still slaps Fire. to this day. It, it does. So it's... this is the beginning of the grunge era. So we got the cure, uh Stone Temple Pilots, Nine Inch Nails, Rage Against the Machine, Pantera, uh Medicine, Jesus and the Mary Jesus and Mary Chain. 
Like dude, it's like the yeah, it was it was it was thick. Like the the the, the grunge era going strong, the, the beginnings of the emo era, right still right there, it's like so good. Big, big empty is my shit. That is like one of the first Stone uh, Stone Temple Pilot songs I ever recall hearing. I yes. can't remember the name of the other song. It was like one of like the first songs. I really gotta look this up. Um it was like one word. I really gotta go with like their discography. It was on their first album. What was the name of that damn song? Plush. And then I feel But yeah, man. So in this um rewatch of the crow, what what do you what do you rank this movie now watching it at 37 years old? I feel like this movie was hampered by by unfortunate events and uh, limitations of the time and just you know outdated sensibilities. With that being said, the vibe and the execution are still very impressive. Uh, with some retooling of the script, I think this movie would be a uh, a long-standing classic instead of a cult classic as it is. On a scale of one to ten, my dude. Uh, I mean. Without nostalgia, or with nostalgia, you can do both. <laughs> All right, with nostalgia, um, eight point seven. Without nostalgia, six point two. God damn! <laughs> Should have just said that. That, that, that script and the uh, editing was just, and, and six point two is still probably generous. Yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> I ain't really got no notes. So, like, bro, like. I have a big gap in my memory as far as childhood goes, but I still remember going to the drive-thru and watching this movie at eight years old. So this movie just takes me back to that time. And it's one of those movies that I can honestly say that I can go back and watch no matter what. And I can still feel something for the characters. Like, bro, the scene where he's on, where he goes into Ernie Hudson's apartment and, you know, he sees Shelly's death. And then, and then he's like, "You're still wearing your hat." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "You should really stop smoking these things; they'll kill you." And he's like, "So, um, are you just gonna go out the window again?" He's like, "Actually, I, I, I think you I, know, I'm gonna, gonna give this movie another. I'm, I'm gonna give this movie another prop. Uh, so, Eric's um, the way he speaks is all disjointed and and unfocused. Was very much pulled from the panel, like." He'll say things like in the comic. He'll say things like, "Oh, I'm pull this blade out," and then look at the blade. I'm the boiling man. Like, what? What is the boiling man? Why are you saying that on there? It's like he said. When did Eric say that? He said in the comic. That's comic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But that's that. Like that was pulled from the panel. I'm like, it was. Yeah, yeah, but he said things like that all through that movie. Like just. Yeah. Walked into uh, Jesus walks into a hotel where. That kind of stuff all the time. Okay. So yeah, they got his character on point. Like that—that that was good, great. But um, this movie is still a ten for me. So you know how people gas the Dark Knight up through the Heath Ledger's passing. I really felt like this movie was undeserved because it was released like I want to say almost a year after Brandon Lee's passing. So he didn't get he didn't get the Oscar nomination 
that I feel like you should have gotten. I'm going to look up the Oscar nominations of that year, and I don't. Well, so it, it, was it, 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 it wasn't so. Um, 95, yeah. yeah, 95 Oscar nominations. It didn't get nominated for any awards, bro. Uh, it got MTV Award and Saturn Awards. That's it. You can go straight down to um, accolades. So yeah, it wasn't even nominated. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I might rewatch this this weekend after I'm done editing there. Forrest Gump was Best Picture that year. Best Director was Robert Zemeckis. For best Gump. actor Tom Hanks for Forrest Gump yeah uh, I best actress was so it's not gonna beat these movies Blue Sky for best actress who Blue Sky for best uh, Jessica Lange for Blue Sky oh I mean I Pulp Fiction best green spot it wasn't gonna win this year <laughs> I mean I don't know I, I don't know what Blue Sky is but I mean I get it. Forrest Gump's up there. Forrest Gump is another one that hits me in the field, especially after, you know, you know, the passing of my loved one. I'm up there with Forrest. Ah, Alright, so let's do this outro again. Guys, this is Bernard aka this Valley Spider. And this is Samir the King of Blood. And that was another episode of the Blurs Podcast. Uh, join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. So be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. Check us out wherever you get your podcast. So uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher is going, Amazon, which is so stupid because you can get podcasts on both Amazon Music and Audible. But then again, no, you don't even need a, a subscription for Audible to get our podcast. I don't know no, where else don't. podcasts are hosts. God damn it. <laughs> Just look them up. <laughs> Uh, watch the videos on YouTube. Give us some comments. I'm getting back to making clips for us on TikTok. It's just so time consuming. But next week, we will be reviewing the season finale of Gen V, episode 5 of Loki. Last episode, Maria and Jordan. Can't wait. Y'all, y'all see what I'm talking about, right? Just go back and listen to any episode of the podcast. As soon as it's some woman on woman shit, he's like, now I'm excited. Jordan is a gay film, alright? Okay, let it be something LGBT related. Samir is excited. You just did it on an episode. Like, it was one of, it was, I think it was like episode 90 or something. Because sometimes I just play the podcast in the background when I'm doing stuff. I don't remember what it was. I wish I would have, like, bookmarked it or something. But yeah, guys. Um, fuck, you made me forget what else you were doing. I said Gen V, episode 5 of Loki. Oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Yeah. All right, America. Hey, Samir, see? Well, we got two spooky movies done. We got a Halloween kind of. I should actually. I'm going to probably do a rundown next week of all the scary movies I'm watching. I watch a lot, actually. I squeeze a lot in. So I'll do a a rundown of all the scary movies I watch. Just give a a quick recommendation or not recommendation of them. All right. Uh, So, yeah, America, uh, stay classy, free Palestine, and uh, good night. Samir.